This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Nigga, he posted those. Somebody in the comments was like, white. Two famous black people own these McDonald's. That, somebody in the comments was like, why you only post the 1%? Why you won't post whoever, like the common man that owns a Popeye's franchise? And that nigga was like, fam, y'all just said somebody black, bro. Like, this is literally <laughs> black business, dog. Like, what's so crazy and shit, uh, coming up, uh, niggas in, in middle school, one of my homeboys and shit, the flyest nigga in school, mm-hmm. every pair of Jordans, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The nigga who play basketball the best. Yeah. I was like second place, this nigga and everything. <laughs> well, I was like 10th place compared to this nigga Jordan collection. Yeah. But he was like that much faster than me. Mm-hmm. His jumper was killing my. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't even. I can't even front. Nigga, mama worked at Mc. Well, we. The joke was the yeah. only thing that we had on nigga like nigga. Your mama worked at McDonald's because mm. she used to bring the nigga McDonald's like, every day and everything. Nigga, she she owns she the owned McDonald's. The McDonald's. You know what That's I'm saying? Fucked up. Like, but he would say that shit. We like, yeah, nigga, we don't know what that shit mean. We in a fourth grade, yeah. fifth grade. Like, we no. Don't know when I shit. tell your mama work at McDonald's, <laughs> nigga, I, I blaze you. Nigga. <laughs> like, like if, <laughs> you dead. <laughs> we got older, like nigga, she owned the McDonald's. Hey. You know what I'm saying? That franchise, she yeah. owned the fucking McDonald's. That's fucking hilarious. But nigga try to right. argue with me and shit, talking about well, no, that don't really count because that's that's still not a black owned business. Yeah. I said, why not? Like, explain it because it ain't black owned business. Mean they started from the from the ground up. Yeah. That's what it mean by black owned business. That's why we say support black because it's about ownership. I say no. We talk about we always talk about buy black and support black, so you can yeah. put money back into a the black, black man's hand, and yeah. then you take that money and funnel it back into his community. But it's not the same when you're doing a franchise because you bought into something that the white man created. Yeah, nigga, do the money spend the same? Facts. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I, I don't because that don't money understand. gonna be green regardless, nigga. Like I don't understand, nigga. I just gave my dog. I just came from my little lunch dinner situation. Gave. I went to the Seven Eleven get the brew. Homeless man outside. <laughs> I gave the nigga some of my leftovers, that right? Guy? Yeah, little afro kind of nappy fro situation. I, I don't know if he homeless. He be out there every so day. So no, I'm gonna tell you why I don't know if he homeless because his t-shirt was brand new. That's problem number one. That t-shirt got a tag he on. Look it. a little yeah. slow. A little bit. A little bit. I think he's he, every day. Yeah. Like he just hang out. But there. he looked kind of kind of dirty. Yes. Um, because it was a new brand of t-shirt, but the shirt he been wearing that bitch since Wednesday. It's Sunday. We recording, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, so look, I see dog. I'm like, yo, man, you hungry? Before you ask me for money, let me step on that. Are you hungry? He was yeah. like, yeah, man. So I'm like, look, take some of my leftovers, little calamari, some pasta. Take this. I got a whole another meal in the car. So I'm like, take this. Dog say, you ain't got no fork. <laughs> Yo, I just pulled off dog. I ain't even had nothing for that nigga. Dog. I ain't never said nothing to the nigga because he look. Yeah, he 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 look a little shady and shit. Like mm-hmm. he look good. Damn, if you'd have seen look, the way he looked at me about that fork, nigga. He look at me when I when, while I'm not looking at him, right? <laughs> he can look at me and know that I'm looking at him, not looking at him, and he shouldn't talk to me. <laughs> like it's this unwritten rule that we like we not gonna hey. talk to each other. He didn't. He looked like he didn't think I was finna talk to him because 
I went in and out and walked by the nigga and didn't say shit. But then I got in my car and when I pulled off, he was on like my passenger side and I stopped. Cause I'm I'm the nigga when I'm convicted I'm gonna help you out Facts. bro like that's just what I do something about this guy just and I was just like yo I'm not going I got a couple dollars on me but I wasn't giving him no money because usually he'd be out there with his headphones on yeah all right he ain't had no headphones today <laughs> like I just I can't but figure he might have because he was sitting you know that little ledge on the yeah, side yeah. he was sitting over there Same when guy. I first pulled up so his headphones might have been over there but he fuck around and got some beats by Dre and shit that nigga probably got a crib in Oak Park I can't figure him out it's been two years since being yeah, I, nah, I can't figure the nigga dog out. got a little ranch in Oak Park over there near the park. And he just took my damn uh, seafood linguine. I, th- I mean, uh, I, I definitely think he needs some assistance. But yeah, I'm not gonna give you money every day for two years. Yeah, um, and I'm never giving that nigga no pasta again, bro. Cause you just took the fucking seafood mushroom linguine, and I mean, that nigga literally looked in my window on some. Uh, because uh, they let him be. He, he be in the Seven Eleven often. Yeah, talking yeah. to the person and yep, shit like so. Yeah. It's like. You matter of fact, you probably didn't see the nigga. You didn't come up. Dog leaned in my window like snow at the bluff. <laughs> and that nigga said, you ain't got no fork. <laughs> Yo, man, we on? We on. Oh, we are fucking on, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 57. I am your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. I been told y'all niggas Trey Songs had to die and y'all didn't kill him. And I got my nigga with me. What up, Jay? What's poppin'? It's your man, Jay Johnson, yeah. a.k.a. Twitter on fire. This nigga, Jay, is the Popeye's legend right now. Nigga. And it ain't because he buying the sandwiches. And I just went on Twitter and checked my mentions and my... You know, they give you some stats and shit, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I'm up like 90% uh, mm. with 300,000 uh, mm. contacts. <laughs> this nigga Jay going crazy, I've been, man. I've been, you know, I just be tweeting my mind. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Follow me. As Johnson you should, though. Follow Jay Johnson 313. And real quick, before we get into Jay getting killed on the gram and on the Twitter and on the net, follow This Week in Culture on Twitter, man. Uh, you can spell it out and find us, or you can just go to the at. The at is This WK in Culture. So, dope. Off Fire, top, check it out. Off top, here's why I hate. Tw- I've been on Twitter six days, nigga. <laughs> here's why I hate Twitter. Cause bitch, y'all wouldn't even let me spell out this week in culture for the ad. I got a limit on the characters for the ad. Oh yeah, yeah, bitch. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm Jay Johnson three one three. Fam, you can't even be Jason. Well, no. Back in the day, everything used to be the real Jay Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back before. You had the, you know, retweets, they used to use up your 140 characters. So okay. the real Jay Johnson was like alone. Mm. So niggas couldn't retweet me because it yeah. used to, I'm like, why? Well, oh, it a, ate up your shit. Yeah. I what kind of algorithm? <laughs> so now they change it. But, all know. my shit back in the day used to be, and what is a pimp? <laughs> hoes remember me. <laughs> what up, hoes? Anyway, uh, yo, man, episode 57, This Week in Culture, we are reviewing episode seven of Snowfall. And the premiere. Well, look, well, see, well, because we giving some special. Hey, we dropping two episodes. Hey, yeah, so facts. This, this so part. y'all really getting 57, 58. You know what I'm saying? This is 57. We about to get y'all that fire for snowfall. That snowfall. And then when you and finish, stay tuned. Yeah. For 58. But we want to do this because some of y'all watch snowfall. Some of y'all watch. Some of y'all don't. Yeah. And either or, you don't know. So look. Yeah. Listen. To I one. ain't gonna mix that up for y'all. We we not gonna spoil one or the other for y'all. We gonna give y'all two separate reviews. God bless you. Y'all finna catch an hour plus of each of these. Um, we got a lot of bars for each one of these episodes. If you follow us on the This Weekend uh, Culture page on Facebook, make sure you also follow me. It's my government name, Anthony Bernard Wooden Jr. Because the comments is on fire on the page right now. So. Man. 
you know what? I was going to put that in the group, but I realized last year, sometimes the group topics need to be like public. They need to be public. They need to be on my page. And then I'm like, the group, I kind of want to reserve for like specific combos. Yeah, like, because yeah, okay. we be litty few hundred comments off, yo, Tasha, weak as fuck. And then we could just go off that. But the whole like, yo, show, let's talk about it. Because like, I don't necessarily know. So <laughs> when the shit first popped, right? Mm-hmm. All the the diehards and niggas yeah. tag like it's an inside lingo and it's yeah. an understanding. Yeah. But now, like on the public shit, like yeah. y'all, y'all might not understand what the fuck going uh, yeah, on. Because yo, we'll I go keep telling y'all every week, join the group. Because if you ain't in the group, you gonna miss a lot of dialogue, and that's a fact. And like it's like so you know how it be like sub threads and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nigga, it might be. 70 comments on the sub thread. Facts. Talking about facts. nigga curls. And that's... <laughs> yo, real quick. As I saw a few niggas on Facebook this morning who I follow. Like, we follow one another um, on Facebook. We're connected. And niggas tried to get their little power. Like, yo, what y'all thought about power? I seen a few of you niggas. No, um, stop it. Y'all not it, dog. I'm going to tell y'all a few things I do well. One, eat vagina. <laughs> Two, this power thread, nigga. So stay the fuck off my shit. Um, Don't do it. Don't try to do it. Just come join my shit, bro. Like, get in with me and Jay. Fuck with this weekend culture because we've been doing this for years. This is a buildup. Hey, listen. We put this together. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. And you niggas ain't prick your fingers, man. So Niggas got to get jumped in, though. That's so, no. a fact, nigga. <laughs> you got to get out the... <laughs> oh, nigga, I still barely got a voice. I just got back from out of town, man. Um, Thank you to everybody who's been patient. I had a few people in my personal Instagram. Hit me on the pod. Uh, page don't hit my personal instagram because i get real anxiety when i see a number lit in the corner and then when i go and i'm being attacked and niggas like like i had a few niggas like bitch where the fuck you all at i'm like hey hey damn did y'all listen to the whole episode (laughs) yo because we literally told you the other day we was recording on sunday um and we was gonna put these two together but whatever man so we ain't gonna get too much into power on this episode stay tuned for 58 right now we're gonna focus on 57 man we ain't got shit for the culture uh i don't care about the Jay-Z shit, we touched on it last week. Y'all want to hear how we felt about Hove? Go to episode 56. Um, LOL at Dame, uh, real quick. I just, not uh, Dame Dash, not Dame Dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shout out to my nigga Dame, though. Uh, shout out to Shop Talk. But Dame Dash, real funny, in his Hove comments. What else happened in the culture? We just blowing through real quick. This Popeye shit. This shit I, went to a different level. This Popeye shit has expanded. Because here was the thing. I'm like... I know Jay and Dame are going to cover it. I know several other podcasts that I listen to are going to mention pop, Popeyes. What's so crazy is like me and Dame, yeah. we had court, we recorded early in mm-hmm. the week. Mm-hmm. We dropped it on the same day, mm-hmm. but like shit had changed. It was already after we recorded. Like so, shit really changed. So here's the thing. Because I listened to y'all shit this week um, on my road trip. Shit has changed since you dropped it. <laughs> yeah. Shit has changed since you dropped it. That was two days ago. That was a day and a half ago, bro. This. Like, shit has changed in the real time. So, like I Yo. said, uh, I know somebody who owns a, a Popeyes mm-hmm. and shit. Look at this this from earlier today, dog. My lord. This was at 10.23. Well, at 10.15. Yeah. We opened at 11 a.m. And this car has been lining up since 10 a.m. It's yeah. 30 cars in line already. And then there's a picture of yeah. all the cars out of the 
out of the window. At 10.15, there's 30 cars in line at Popeye's, and they don't open up for another 45 minutes. Y'all niggas is making Jordans out of these sandwiches. I have a few thoughts, and I'm glad that the narrative has changed since you and Dame touched on it, because now I get to talk about my shit, and I'm not irrelevant with it. I'm not late. I'm not behind the eight ball with it. Uh, thought number one. I've changed my mind on it. <laughs> thought number one. First of all, I don't know how accurate this picture was, but I saw a pic of the Popeyes on, like, I think it said, like, seven and grass shit. Mm. And it was the a one car. with the roaches? Yes. So <laughs> uh-huh. that Popeyes. Nigga, it was a car went through the window. They literally drove through the Popeye. I don't know if this was that Popeye's. I did see a picture with a car through a Popeye's. But this Popeye's, this nigga drove through the fucking car in a black, or through the window in a black sedan to run in there and steal all the patties that they use for the chicken. No bet. So that's what I read. No I don't. Bet. I don't know how accurate any of that is, but off top, the fact that y'all niggas even have me questioning if that's real. Did you see the video of the nigga who jumped through who the Who went through the fucking window? nigga. So I saw his video. I also saw the video of people being dragged out by the police for snapping. This was in like fucking, I think like Mississippi or some shit. It was a state with an M. Nigga, they were snapping on the fucking staff because they told them we're out. And niggas was going off and they getting dragged out by fucking local PD. You niggas is nigging, bro. I just want to know. And Styles P said this shit a, a while ago on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He said, <laughs> and it fucked me up for a hot second. He said, with the amount of chicken niggas eat in this country, facts, it should be chickens everywhere. And fam. Like what the fuck is we eating? Like nigga, you should you should be walking down the street and stepping over chicken. We eat that much fucking chicken. Like it should be chickens everywhere. This is Popeye shit, dog. Fam, off top. All right, let me get into it. First of all, let me just ask Jay because we on our shit now. Have you had a sandwich? I have. He has had a sandwich. I have had a sandwich. I've had a sandwich three times now. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> First time, let me tell you my Damn problem. Melody? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to tell you I had a... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking chicken head, nigga. I think I throw back in his head and shit. <laughs> nigga, my shit bugged up. But no, no, no. It ain't even because I love that bitch. First time I had it, they gave me the wrong sandwich. I ordered spicy. They gave me regular. Problem number one. Bitch, I ain't never had a regular piece of chicken in my life. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Put some spice on my shit. Don't play with me, fam. So I ordered spicy. They gave me regular. Me and my mama literally bit into them regular bitches. And at the same time, we said, these ain't spicy. So I was like, I can't even enjoy this in full, nigga. I don't do regular. I ain't a mild ass nigga, bro. I just ain't him. Second time I got it, me and my girl got them. We got spicy. They was spicy. Problem number two, this little motherfucker on Harper and whatever we was on, they ain't had no pickles. <laughs> Bitch, my girl mad too. Literally as recent as yesterday, she snapped out of nowhere and was just like, they ain't had no fucking pickles. <laughs> I was like, damn, we, was, we wasn't even talking about that. So then I had a third one and uh, the bitch was right. It was a spicy breast it had the pickle i told him hold the sauce because i put my little uh sweet heat on there so i don't need your little remoulade or whatever y'all putting on there i'm not with that don't tell me how to eat my shit so, so I put you my still own ain't sh- had the the actual the, the straight full, up how it is yeah but i don't i don't eat remoulade sauces i got food poisoning a while ago and uh it was remoulade on the shrimp i had so i just i can't deal with that type yeah. of sauce so i'm never gonna eat that straight up but uh I got the sweet heat, I got the pickle, got the spicy patty, I ate it. It was good, don't get me wrong. But I will say this, yesterday on the way back from Tennessee, nigga, 
He stopped at Chick-fil-A. And I had a spicy chicken deluxe add bacon. And I'm going to tell you this right now, nigga. <clears throat> that spicy chicken deluxe add bacon, when you pull up at 1035 and they stop breakfast at 1030 and everything is fresh. Oh, Chick-fil-A different. Chick-fil-A different. That nigga said, do you want anything? He was like, how would you like it made? I said, shit, bitch, the menu way. I don't, I ain't know no other way. That nigga said, do you want more pickles or are you comfortable with two? I said, bitch, are you massaging me right now, nigga? <laughs> you was a motherfucker, dog. That's why she chicken joint was so goddamn. It had the pepper jack cheese. So look, had man. the sauce. I don't know, fam. So this ain't the first time niggas been lining up for chicken. Mm-hmm. Because when Chick-fil-A first opened up in Somerset. Yeah. Nigga, that line was on, a, oh. on the first floor, damn near. Hold up, Brody. And I went because I wanted to see what the fucking hype was about. And I went, and I've only had Chick-fil-A one time, and I had the little spicy chicken. They told me to get the spicy chicken, told me to get the fries and the lemon, whatever the fuck that shit is. Yeah. The fries was fucking amazing. Yeah, the waffle fries different, bro. Like, uh, Jesus' cousin came down yeah. and handed them to me directly. No, them bitches um, is perfectly salty. That lemon frappe, well, I don't know yeah. what the fuck it's called. I know what you're talking um, about. The Virgin Mary came yeah, down yeah. And, and created mine. The chicken sandwich just like it was okay. It was over. It was like Did you get the spicy boy or the regular boy. I got the spicy joint. Yeah, I was you gotta like, get deluxe plus bacon, bro. I don't no swine, no pork. And, uh, fuck all that. It's beef. But I was like, uh, it was cool. It wasn't nasty. Yeah, I yeah. Was like, it don't take you off the grid though. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I stood in line for the shit. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying in the mall. Like nigga, I ain't stood in line in the mall yeah. since 2000. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, Fucking Jordan 11s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, the shit was just okay. So, um, you know, it's just Popeye's next door from here. Facts. And I went last Thursday. Okay. Because Twitter had this shit and we was Popping. laughing. We yeah. was making jokes about it like last week or whatever. Like, niggas, uh, before, before it turned into this. I'll tell y'all why it turned into this. Yeah. But before it turned into this, so I literally walked next door. Walk right in, order that shit, and walk back out. Mm -hmm. And it was a kid who made my shit. Like I watched it do the whole thing. Like nigga, he just took a piece of bread, a little spatula, threw that shit on there, put a yeah. pickle, put it, and gave me my shit. I'm like, man, this shit about to be whack. Slapped it on there, yeah. Hey, up here, I only had really one complaint. My chicken was a little bit too big, fam. <laughs> Damn, that, that much, right. I, I need a little bit more bread. But look, that shit was good. It was no, it's it's a delicious piece of chicken. It I'm gonna give it that. It was low key fire and shit, but like. Yeah. So we was getting these jokes off and you know how, As you should. how we do on the online or whatever. On Monday though, when white folks got back to work and logged in a Twitter account. Yeah. Chick-fil-A and Wendy's and Popeye's Twitter accounts jumped in on the jokes. Yeah. And they played this whole little, Oh, y'all going for second place. Y'all doing this. And that's what caught the attention yeah, of everybody of every, else. So Wendy's Twitter page is, is legendary. They're legendary. Like they've been doing this way before Popeye's and Chick-fil-A and all these other pages. They're the trendsetters of, of fast food. Of like official accounts. Yeah. Saying not the company. Yeah. Line and yeah. No, whoever. And, and yo, I'm going to tweet you. But shout out to whoever running that page. I don't know who you are personally, but I'm going to ask you 300 times. And it ain't even going to be about the chicken sandwich. I just want you to know you a cold ass peep, social media person. Peep this though. Yeah. On my last day at my job, because I run the. So when you say something and mention my job online. Yeah. It's, you it's, get that? It's a. There's a 40% chance it's going to be me 
reply, replying. One of these days, I'm going to reply in a very Jay Johnson 313 way. <laughs> and what's so funny is, I see people on my timeline via all social accounts yeah. who be mentioning my job and I got to reply, but not tell you that it's me. Yeah. And I want to read like DM like, hey, nigga, cause you're, cause you delete this shit. Cause you're giving me more work yeah. to do. <laughs> cause, like, you, you fucking up the game right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, it's going to be a legendary day on the internet. So. Yeah. Um, Jay coming from y'all when y'all get, I ain't going to tell y'all where my dog work, but just know. When a when a bank reply to you, <laughs> that is Jane, <laughs> and it's gonna get ugly, dog. But uh, no, man. So I um my my thoughts on this whole chicken sandwich shit. Y'all niggas are insane. Nice. Y'all niggas is mad hype about the most basic shit, but it's a good sandwich. Yeah. It's a good sandwich. Um, and Wendy's has a good chicken sandwich. I love Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. I mean, them bitches since the 90s, bro. Where I can get a bag of fried? Because <laughs> I just be wanting the fried. Like, keep the chicken, nigga. Just give me all the crispy, okay? Give me like a... Uh, like a <laughs> my, get a side of fried, My nigga. dog said, where can I get a bag of fried? Like, would you, holy shit! And like, I knew what you meant. Like, that scares uh, if I me. go like say the Captain J's and shit, yeah. get some fried. I mean, get some some chicken and shit. Right at the bottom of the of the little paper, it's it a bunch the, of crispies. Yeah, yeah, I just just give me some crispies, fam. If they sold them bitches in like the little popcorn bag, is that's what I want? <laughs> oh man, and don't N- let me sprinkle nothing on them. Some N- lemon pepper. You can bitch. give me a cha- a, a a fried sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the bread. Just all crispies and bread. Just give me the crispies. Throw that little, put, throw the pickle on that bitch. Throw the, I'm, nigga, throw the pickle. Hey, all right. All right. Let me throw this out there, dog. Pause. No homo. But homo for the niggas who want it to be homo. Because you niggas is homo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me throw this out there. When I had the sandwich the second time with no pickle. And then I had it that third time with the pickle again. Oh, nigga, <laughs> that's a whole different sandwich, it dog. That pickle had a different look, man. I'm a nigga that watch Food Network and Top Chef pretty much 100%. all day. The texture and the acidic, like the hold up, the acidity that comes from that pickle, dog. Yeah, and the the difference in that bite, and that's a crispy so pickle, the, the, bro. The, the thing is, Pause. because the 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 little spread, whatever they put on it, got mm-hmm. a little sweetness to it, and the contrast yeah. of sweetness and the sour. And then, to that's the spicy, what, yeah, it's sweet, sour, and spicy. That's nigga. what gets you. They in they umami bag. It's science, <laughs> you know. They science the Don't shit. Don't ever jump they in your umami the fuck bag that on shit. me, dog. Yeah, man. Um, Popeyes, yo, congrats. Popeyes you won this week. Y'all have won this last week and a half. Chick Fil A, you have won this last week and a half. Y'all niggas scrapping on the internet. It, it's taking over the culture. That's the culture. I came in here with no news Popeyes topics. Win, fam. It's more Popeyes fam, and Chick Fil A's. China is finna kill us, <laughs> and we ain't heard a peep because we off this Popeyes. Dog. You know what's gonna fuck be? It's gonna be really fucked up. Is when um uh what's this nigga name uh who uh got murdered and shit with the the child pedophile shit. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. This yeah. nigga Epstein gonna come out of hiding to go get one of the motherfucking Chick Fil A's and shit because I don't think that nigga did. Uh, that nigga gonna come out of fucking hiding and uh, go get a fucking chicken sandwich. And yeah, get caught. 
Fam, he gonna be eating. He gonna be bald with a beard, walking down the street, eating that bitch. He gonna be like, "Damn, it's cold ass sandwich," right. and nobody's gonna know it's him, dog. Cause we not focused right now. The fucking president of China literally called me last night and threatened me, nigga. That I nigga said, "I'm finna shoot I'm about, you." Bro. I'm gonna at forty five and ask him what you think, Popeyes or Chick fil A. I bet He's you, definitely a Chick fil A nigga. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I feel like he a Chick fil A head because because Chick fil A where he been at was a Popeyes at. Oh, you know what's funny? It's a Popeyes near the Trump Tower in Chicago. He might have walked over there, bro. Like, could this the type of shit he he would actually uh, reply to? Yeah, and blow my mentions up again. Because <laughs> <laughs> while we've been while we've been in here, they, they still going crazy. Uh, anyway, man, let's get to this motherfucking episode. Hey, man, snowfall. So my personal one, actually, one I may even dare to say this may be my favorite episode of the series. I this saw that you didn't quite feel the yeah, same way, and that's now. So I rewatched today. Um, I've I came straight out of town last night, went directly to my godson's birthday party. So I was exhausted today. Like I ain't do shit all day. I'm gonna tell you what I've done all day. I watched Snowfall, Power again. These is both my second time watching them, and then I watched them bitches a third time each because I was like, bitch, I'm not getting out of bed. And I don't feel like hitting more on the remote other than enter on the restart. So that's what I did. I rewatched Snowfall today. I didn't hate it. And that's the thing. When I watched the other night, I was drunk, a little sleepy. I ain't hate it. My thoughts were, and I realized it more when I rewatched it today. I didn't need the buddy, buddy pal moment of Wanda and Melody. And I feel like that, cause that, them riding around and being cool and sitting on the curb smoking crack and riding around and just being homies and roller skating and all that, that ate up 30 minutes of this episode. I could take Wanda whooping Melody and we're going to get into all that in detail in a minute. I could take Wanda punching Melody in the mouth, kicking her in the skate or kicking her with the skate. I love that because crackhead, yo, this shit could go from zero to 60 real quick. We could be cool and all of a sudden I could beat your ass and snatch your chain. I like that. But I didn't need them niggas being friends because what it looks like is developing over the next three episodes looks so much more important than them niggas roller skating and being like, oh, my God, I'm thirsty. I need something to drink. We can go to my job. Bitch, get your high ass on, dog. But I didn't hate this episode. It just wasn't one of my favorites. So let's let's kick it off, bro. Okay. Start of the episode. Melody getting the pussy ate. She's still at the party with old boy from last week. They kept right going. It's like one in the morning. Dog said he wanted to eat her out last week. She was like, all right, bet. They went to go try to find a room. There wasn't no area in there. And while they was looking around for some room, they seen a cat smoking the crack. She said, let's try to, or as they call it on the show, rock. Okay, Siri's activated. Hey, Siri over here activated real heavy. Why my Siri lit up now? I shit is getting weird in here. Big brothers in the room. But uh, so they went around the party looking for a room to go, you know, get nasty in. And while they was doing that, they saw a dog smoking a rock. They smoked a rock. Melody turned out. So they found a room. Apparently, this episode starts with Melody getting ate out. And when she's when she finishes dog, get ready to whip the joint out. He like, yo, I gave you your six. Now it's time for my nine. She like. Where the rock at? 
he like, fam, I don't fucking, I'm trying to get my dick sucked, bro. Like I, what? Like you high off that? And I started wondering in that moment too, cause they didn't show it. I'm like, he might not have hit the crack. He might not have hit it. He hit it. He got, he convinced her to do it. No, they, he said like, do you want to go do it? Like, I know they went in there to do it, to, but they ain't show him do it. Yeah, did they? See, the thing is with, uh, the thing is with drugs in general, um, what makes you an addict? Yeah. Everyone has a different point. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. Like, there's a bunch of people who smoke crack before who- Who are out here functioning. Yeah, who who just never smoked it again. Man. Or who can do it or- It's a- So, uh, I've been in an alcohol class before. Yeah. uh, uh, Right? And I had to take these classes and shit. And there was a like the, I was in there with like real alcoholics. Yeah, I'm like nigga, this the the the, the court made me come here. Like I don't, <laughs> but like I, and I went through this class, and he was like, well, there's a difference where like me and you can go and drink and drink and drink. Like there is a chemical in yeah. the brain, and when that shit is switched, you're an alcoholic, fam. And that shit is different in everybody in the same way that is for drugs. Yeah, like so there are people who sniff cocaine and do all type of drugs and shit like that who never get addicted because they never hit that point point. whatever that point is and it don't gotta be a lot it could be one time it could be on the 30th time like it it don't got and And that's too so I'm glad you brought that up I was literally about to bring that same point up Um, when you're doing when you're drinking alcohol depending on your size depending on your tolerance and, and just sort of your ability to drink certain types and certain amounts of alcohol, you might drink the exact same amount as the person next to you and they might be folded and you might be straight Mm -hmm. as a nigga that drinks a lot of crown Royal and a lot of whiskeys and bourbons and do all. I can do that with a lot of people and be okay. When niggas around me doing the same thing are like falling off their ass. So to your point, I hadn't thought about that or hadn't considered that he might've done a hit. Cause they were smoking with my man and my man had already been back there. So they probably took one hit each. She a little skinny girl, 17. I wonder if there's any stats to, to, to back up that um, women get addicted to drugs more than when. I wonder if, mm. if it's a, I don't know. Hey, like it, some, it could be. Yeah. Some, I have no idea. And I, I literally don't know that or don't think that, but like, yeah, women don't say like, Oh, them niggas said we crackheads. No, but like, I never told you Physiologically, yeah. Physiologically, that could be different. Could yeah. it be estrogen. It could be anything. Could it be weight. Could it be like, yeah. Like I wonder what if that is. Yeah, I um. She she smoked, and clearly, got addicted to that high. Dog was focused enough to say, "Fam, I but I just ate you. I need my dick sucked. I've been him, <laughs> where I ate the coochie." And I needed my dick sucked in return. I never I, fell for that one. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. I never ate. I never been like the nigga that say like, oh, well, just let me eat it. I never been him. No, no, that's that's totally different. Yeah, yeah. I've never been him. Um, If I ate it, it she didn't know I was only eating it because I wanted to eat it. Like, no, nigga. But I've been him in the sense of like, all right, fam, it's my turn. So here the dick go. He was pulling the dick out, and she was looking for the crack rock. At that point, fam, you're never winning that battle, dog. She got up. She walked out the room. She went to find old boy who had the uh, little pipe that just smoked, and she asked dog if he had some more. He was like, no. Nah. She looked at the nigga, 
pulled out some cash. He automatically has some more, nigga. Pulled out the cash weak as hell, too. She did, dog. Like, oh, I ain't like how she was holding it, bro. Like, this your first time for real. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't never did a hand-to-hand, bro. And he was like, knew what a hand-to-hand was, ducking the fans, radars, and scanners. She never been through that. So she gave dog the cash. He gave her the pipe. She hit the rock again, and you seen them eyes bug out again. And I said, Melody, gone, dog. I'll tell you why I enjoyed this episode okay. so much, man. Um, I was on the seat of my, the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. Half of the time wondering what's about to happen next. Mm-hmm. Half of the time hoping that, oh, shit, she just hit it. She not about to, she not yeah. about to turn all the way. She not gone. I'm like, cause yeah. she hit the shit last week and like her eyes back in the head and everything like that. But when Beautifully it, shot. When we- this pop on. Oh, this bitch getting some head. Like she and she seemed normal. Like, hey, uh, where my nine? Like, no, nah, nigga, yeah. <laughs> <he> too late. <laughs> nigga, some more rock out there. Like, I'm like, okay, she just, you know. But then I'm like, what she said, well, dude was like, no, I ain't got no more. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, because you know what they've been doing is they've been showing us something on the preview, and it then being it kind of been something different in real life. Yeah. Hey, hold up, real quick. Uh, this just happened in real time, so pardon me. Shout out to Black Owned Directory on Instagram. They just put on they uh on their page a picture from This Week in Culture, and they said you do not want to miss the next episode of This Week in Culture podcast. They'll be breaking down last week's episode of Snowfall and the first episode of season six of Power. Subscribe to one of the dopest podcasts ever, and they tagged everybody, man. Shout out, shout out to Black Owned Directory, man. We appreciate y'all. We love what y'all are doing, and I'm finna repost on everything. And y'all niggas is gonna get like. I don't know, five dollars from you or some crack or something. And shout out to any new listeners out there. Hey, because we do have a couple people in the comments who said just subscribe. Thanks so much. Shout out to any new listeners who checking us out. Um, it's a little bit late to be shouting y'all out, but we don't give a damn, man. What up though? Y'all niggas is always cool. You will find out we do what we damn well please. Hey, that's a fact. We ain't never been held to no uh no standards up here, man. We do what we want, but shout out to y'all. We appreciate you listening. We hope you stay subscribed. Hope you enjoy. And most importantly, Hope y'all niggas is cool, because I don't really want a whole ass <laughs> listeners, bro. Um, but no, so back to the show. Yeah. So uh, in that first scene when Melody hit the dope, or Melody hit the dope, shout out to whoever hit me up. I had like three people hit me up from a couple weeks ago and cussed me out talking about her name ain't Mallory. Y'all niggas have to understand, I don't care what you tell like, me man, right we now. We called the one lady from um, Power. Uh, Carmen Black, San- Black Carmen San Diego lady. lady. Like the whole season. Like. The whole. I never knew her name was Tamika till last night, bro. So, it, yo, appreciate you telling me uh, Melody name ain't Mallory, but I really don't care, fam. I'm going to drink <laughs> this liquor and I'm going to do this pot. And y'all are going to have to deal with whatever I call her, bro. But um, So Melody does that. Instantly, I'm thinking, so like my walking through that first uh, part of the episode, my next thought is dog about to rape her. Yeah. I don't know. I literally went there because I'm like, he was so like, fam, you going to suck my dick or not? And I'm like, crackhead. Well, she's she not get, crackhead yet. She ain't a crackhead, but she high. And dog is very adamant about it, well, getting see, his the dick thing sucked. With crack from 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 word of mouth. Yeah, <laughs> the high don't last alone. It don't, but it's instant. Cause this bitch, I'm, cause she was normal again. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she's she's normal. Hey. She's gonna be cool. My very first thought was dog about to take her ass in the room. Like when she hit that bitch, I was like, ain't finna take her ass. Cause I ain't know. I just didn't know, nigga. I'm like, I I don't know what melody. Cause I ain't expect the episode start still at the party. I'm like, so then they show her dad, Andre back to crib. He didn't had a rough night. 
that nigga can't get nowhere with Franklin. He can't. He didn't got arrested, kind of ah. assaulted. So this is right after he was trying to follow Franklin yeah. and got pulled over. Yeah. Someone mentioned that those could be cops that Franklin have on his payroll. Possibly. And they, because they, they didn't do nothing to him. Yeah. They they basically bought some time for Franklin to get home. Yeah. Yo, we pulled you over. We took you out the car. We threw you on the ground. We threw you on the ground. But we ain't beat your ass. We ain't da-da-da-da. We did it all, whatever. And then, all right, fam, you can go and ahead. And they left, they said, yeah. Took your back. And they were laughing. Ha, you let a prostitute rob you. And he was, she ain't no prostitute. I love her. Uh, So, yeah, they did kind of buy him some time. So I wouldn't be shocked at that theory. Uh, And I wouldn't be shocked at Franklin having cops on the payroll. Like He has cops on the payroll. He has to have cops on the payroll. Fam, by nature of what you do. I mean, I remember Lou, Lou used to get the information yeah. from somebody. Yeah. Fam, when you that deep in the drug game, you either got cops on the payroll or you fucking the feds, i.e. ghosts. We're going to get to that on episode 58. Um, So, Andre gets home. He pulled the crown out. I seen the purple bag. He in a mood. I've been there before. You come home. You done had a long night. You done dealt with the police. You ain't really feeling life. He pulled the crown out. He had a couple drinks. He cut the TV on. He went to Melody's room, and it was kind of like he was going to check on her. And then it was just like, ah, her door closed. I ain't going to bother her. And he went and sat on the couch, and he got drunk and passed out. Two problems. You got drunk and passed out, and Melody came home and stole your car. Well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. But what I thought actually happened. What you thought? I was like, oh, this bitch high. And because so she went and got some rock. Yeah, yeah. From old boy. Yeah. And um, when dude woke, he went to check on his. Basically, he went in because he heard something in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walked. So he was watching TV and heard a sound. And he walked into the room and he <laughs> what it is, oh, oh what's, what's up? up? What's up? <laughs> Can a cracker get in them guts? Them guts. That nigga opened the door, and I'm thinking like, oh, they fucking. Yeah, Melody was riding Franklin, and and then she like closed the door. And th- this was all yeah, believable. Yeah, yeah. Until Franklin pulled a gun, I'm like. Oh. Franklin was like, "You look for this." He pulled the gun, and I instantly knew it was a dream. I'm like, right? "Oh, I'm like the, the same way Franklin had a nightmare about yeah. Andre killing him a week ago or two weeks and ago." And that gun was in it. Yeah, that gun was like the it's the fucking weighted thing in yeah. Inception. Or yep. Something. yep. Yeah. No, this gun. Good call on that. Yeah. Hell yeah, nigga. Cheer. Where the bell at? <laughs> um. Cheers to the bell. Cheers. But uh, but uh, so yeah, Franklin's like, "You look for this," and he holding the gun. And Andre wakes up and he drunk and he like, oh shit, he's startled. Yeah. But when he wakes up, it's now the next morning. It's no longer 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Like, no, we're daylight. Let me go see if Franklin here fucking yeah. my daughter. So he goes and he opens Melody's door. Ain't no Melody. She's on crack. Doom, doom, doom. So she has selfish crackhead too. They ain't never really, I ain't saying this from personal experience, but I don't know no crackheads who won't suck a nigga dick. So she ain't there yet. That's also a fact. Because one of would have sucked dog dick. But look, I I really another thing that I like about this episode mm-hmm. is this episode was shot in two parts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? From this person's view and this part. So we all on Andre's view. And Andre is really, really worried about his daughter. Yeah. He came home and she wasn't there and went, all right, fuck it. She she just out wilding. It's her last day. Now she ain't there. So he go. 
start looking, called his police buddies and shit. And um, well, he knows his keys is gone. Yeah. Problem number one. He noticed some keys was gone. And then he runs outside and your car is gone. Mm -hmm. Now, he don't know his daughter's a crackhead yet. He don't know she's a crackhead one on one. But if a crackhead is in your immediate family and your car missing, I guarantee nothing good is coming of this nigga. I think for whatever reason, he blamed this shit on Franklin. This is Franklin's doing I yeah. think this whole thing immediately, is about Franklin. Immediately. I mean, at this point, I'm talking about the whole his whole beef. I think it's about Franklin and his daughter. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. No, nah, I 100% agree with that because he thinks Franklin turned his daughter out. He thinks Franklin made his fam. Your daughter was doing coke well before. Franklin didn't even know she was doing coke. Franklin whole shit fucking with her is she's a good girl. She my nigga. He ain't exposed her to none of this. None of it. But she had the coke. She had a little setup with her girl. What she asked her girl when she snorted that shit? She asked her something real cokey, like, you got the baggie or something. She asked her something like that. And her girl just tossed it. Like, this is what they do. They don't be out here just living life, smoking weed like normal teenagers and shit. Bro. Um, Hold on right quick. Uh, I got a, a podcast recording there, though, who 15 minutes over. And they talking like I'm not... Fam. I think they try to take advantage of me because I'm in here recording. Fam. I'm, I'm just gonna hold. I'm no, just no, gonna, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do they not know that you got the gun? <laughs> Yo, I, Jay, real shit. I, I will give you one thousand dollars cash if you walk in that bitch right now with the gun out. <laughs> no, nigga. and just go in that bitch like, hey, yo, get the fuck. Out. <laughs> uh, I like. I, I enjoy my. Uh, I enjoy my business that I'm running here. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Sometimes I mean, Big Red had a business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hold on, man. I'll be right, right back. <laughs> Bet it up. And we back. That nigga Jay just went over there and laid the murder game down, man. <laughs> it's five niggas in the studio next door tied up. Fucking, uh, what they call that shit? Hog tied, nigga. I don't know how to hog tie people. <laughs> <laughs> nigga Jay definitely know how to hog tie people, nigga. Pay your motherfucking dues and leave the studio at your recorded session time. Anyway, um, so that very first scene with, uh, with Andre. <laughs> It set the tone for the whole episode, right? So he goes in Melody's room. She ain't there. He run outside. Well, he go in the kitchen. Keys gone. He run outside. Car gone. So now it's like, WTF, nigga? What's going on? Where my daughter at? Where my car at? What the hell going on? Me and my daughter's supposed to leave today. Right. Imagine being prepared mentally to take your child to college. And now you can't find her or your vehicle. So initially, he ain't like go off the rails yet he called his one white police homie over and then some his been two of them right yeah it was the white police homie and the hispanic dude we ain't ever seen before they come over and the hispanic dude had the intel he was like yo we put an apb out we got shit going on we ain't seen shit and then while they inner talking and trying to figure out what life about the phone ring the house phone wasn't really shit but house phones around back then anyway so the phone ring and the white dude answered it which i didn't like i'm like well, who the fuck is you nigga? why don't ever answer my kitchen phone fam like i literally i you know, white people will just take your shit but he answered it and he gives andre the phone and it's like we don't know what's happening as the audience we just like, oh shit something bad is going on you see andre face next scene they walking up an alley and they going toward the car. You see the car. And as they're walking, they're literally saying, oh, this had to be professionals. 
the car stripped to the bone, my nigga. I ain't seen a hey, whoever stripped that car, dog. <laughs> them niggas got busy, dog. So the car stripped down to the bone. They looking at it. They like, yo, what the fuck? And then one of them reaches in the car and he like, what the heck is this? And Andre goes, Melody's fingernail. And I was like, yo, Melody out here, she dead. Nigga, they left her fingernail for the evidence. I'm like, dog, this is wild. It's my I, signs of a struggle. And yeah. Like, I'm like, first off, they was getting their nails done like that back in the 80s? I didn't know. It was that Lee Press-Ons? I don't know. Bro, she had the little SWV Florence <laughs> Florence Joyner Griffith joints. Nigga, they was orange. They was long, nigga. Yeah, Florence Joyner. You know what I'm saying? Them Florence Joyner Griffiths, nigga. Oh, you ain't shit. the 88 track star. I am. But uh, so, yeah, man. So, Andre peeped the nail. And now it's like, all right, this looks like a crime scene. So, at this point, he freaking out. So, now it's time to start, like, doing wild shit. Step one for him, going to the Jacks, right? His her best friend live over in the projects, wherever that was at. So he go over that way. He find a little park bench full of people. First person he talked to is the chick that beat Melody up. Shoshana, Shosha, whatever her name was. And uh, he ran up on her. And he like, yo, where my daughter at? You know, I didn't even recognize that that was, that that was her. Yeah. yeah. Only reason I knew it was her because um, it was some some weird with her, like one of her teeth that I remembered from the episode she beat up Melody. This 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 fixes things in my brain. So I'll mm. let you continue then I'll then I'll Yeah. So she over there chilling with her homies eating sunflower seeds and relaxing and here come Andre like, yo, where my daughter? She like, fam, I don't fucking know, nigga. She like, but you know that little rage y'all did? Y'all kicked in my grandma door and she can't get that bitch fixed. Now cause she ain't got no screen door, crackheads broke into the crib and stole her TV. Bingo. Yeah. I forget what she called him. Cause she wasn't a crackhead, but I I forget the term that she used. But she say rockheads, cause they won't say crack for nothing. I don't know if that's intentional. She just said like fiends or yeah, yeah, yeah. dope fiends or whatever. But like, so those already now. Granted, they was doing that on heroin and shit. So maybe yeah, yeah, that, facts. So maybe that's what it was. I'm like, cause you know what a fucking dope, yeah. a dope fiend is. Yeah, that is. So she goes or Andre goes. Yo, man, I I know that raid was messed up i know y'all ain't my biggest fan but i'm just trying to find my daughter she say i'm just trying to find my grandma tv so and she said if you knew if you knew your daughter then you know and if you if you knew me or something like no she she was like if you knew your daughter for real you definitely wouldn't be over here asking where asking where she at like and i'm thinking like do you know that she on crack but i didn't realize that was the girl who beat her up so that's the reason you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, because I'm thinking like, well, damn, did everybody see her? So what I got to do, I have to go back to the episode where her and Franklin fucked that skating rink because I think that girl might have also been because you remember it was Leon and his girl, her best friend. But it was a third girl in that. I was the one that threw Melody the baggie. I think that might have been her. Like, I feel like this was like they rolled dog. Till her cousin got snatched up in the rain, and then it was like, all right, now I got to beat your ass. But because when she was walking away, she was walking with like whatever, such and such. Yeah, like, like they knew it. They was like familiar. they definitely know each other. This ain't an unfamiliar friend at all. Um, friend or foe. But Andre standing there looking helpless, and then uh, old girl was like, "Yo, PKs, preachers' kids, and pigs' kids." Never heard that before. I ne- I've heard of PKs, of but always preachers' kids. I've never even thought pigs' kids. I've never even thought about the child of a police officer being extra wild because it is a very authoritative yeah. figure yeah. as in like a preacher's kid. Yeah, whatever. you can't so, like I'm and it's just me thinking my dad could have been he couldn't have been less of 
a police officer, nigga, but thinking like, yo, if my pops was a cop, I don't know that I will wild out like that, man. Because wilding out when your pops is a, a pastor or a clergy member, they can't like, they ain't going to arrest you, nigga. They can't take you in. Like, it's certain stuff they just not going to do. But when your pops is the fucking PD, I'm not wilding out like that. And if I do, I'm doing it very selectively and carefully, bro. Like, I'm not, I don't know, man. So Melody Wild anyway, just letting all the shit happen that's going on around her, knowing like how close her dad could get to ending this. Like her pops could put her away, nigga. And he seemed like the type of dude to do it, bro. But uh, so we go from that scene. Andre ain't get nothing. So now he desperate, right? So the next scene is the family. Franklin, mom, so pops, uh, Uncle Jerome. So yeah, they just chilling in the Aunt Louie. Like they chilling. It's a Sunday morning. We relaxing, baby. Stephen A. Smith is bringing out uh, facts. He got French toast French on. Toast. Hold up. All right, real quick. Because this was probably the most important thing to me this whole episode. Dog said he made the French toast oh, on Texas, Texas toast. toast. He got to. I've never done that. Really? I know that type of bread is fine, but I've never, because th- of the garlic in Texas toast, I've never thought to even, the butter level is great, but the garlic I never really put together. Well, I say really, might hit. I say really like I personally made it. Uh, people have made it for me. Okay. <laughs> so, I've never like, had the Texas I'm toast with the, with the te- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't have my sister, rest in peace, man. She used to make a lot of French toast. We ain't never made it with no Texas toast, fam. So when I tell you brunch finna be litty next weekend, bro, because I am ready, dog. I got a whole box of Texas toast ready to go. But uh, they in there having a good family moment. Like in this very moment, you kind of see this nigga Jay over there about to get kicked off Twitter. This nigga still got the mentions going crazy, dog. But uh, follow him at jjohnson313 while you still can before that nigga page get taken off. Before we get blocked. Man, I had some NBA followers. Uh, people start following me and shit. I'm oh, like, oh, shit. I'm popping out here now. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, man. So, they eat breakfast. Life is good. Everybody's in a great mood. Jerome seemed a thousand times better than he has uh, the last two episodes. So, it seemed like shit is fine. And, um. You remember what they was talking about? So, first they was talking about dad being slow with the food. Uh, what's their dad name? Alex Allen. Stephen A. Stephen A. Uh, Calvin. Next time I ain't gonna miss. <laughs> Next time I ain't gonna miss neither. <laughs> but uh, Calvin in there, he's serving a French toast, and they talking about how slow he was taking. Then Franklin walks in. Franklin wasn't there yet. Yeah. Franklin comes in, and they like, "Yo, Franklin, what's been up with your son?" And he like, "Nothing, man. I just finished reading that spook that sat next to the door, yeah. ass nigga." And they like, "Oh yeah, you just finished reading." And then Jerome is like. Oh, uh, you know what you need to read? Iceberg Slim. And what's so funny, because it seemed like um, some shit that the brute would say. Mm-hmm. But no, you actually need to read that shit. Shout to my Uncle Skip, who made me read Iceberg Slim when I was maybe 10 years old. Um, And like literally forced me like it was either that or I had to play chess with that nigga for like six hours, nigga, which was never going to happen. But he was obsessed with Iceberg Slim. Like yeah. that was like his favorite human. And uh, But Calvin agreed. Hey, gave him the, five. the book is amazing. If you've never read Iceberg Slim, go read Iceberg Slim. But uh, so they having a great moment, right, as a fan. And then out of nowhere, nigga, coming through the door. 
Nigga ain't knock at the door. He I didn't, in. fam. That nigga came directly in their door as if he lived there. But think about this though, um, because Andre fucked up right now. Facts. He don't know. Like, think about it though. Like, my daughter didn't come home. Well, she came home. And my well, listen. I don't. I haven't seen my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is my keys are gone. My car is gone. It's been stripped. There's been signs of a struggle. There's a fingernail, and I don't know where else to turn. So at that. I'm about to turn against my arch nemesis. The yeah. nigga I told you, we at war. I'm coming yeah. for your entire family. I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what else to do. And I know you got the ear of my daughter. So I walk into a house that I destroyed already. Facts. Well, around the corner. But uh, who else? Was that his house? Franklin? No, that was Franklin. No, house. that was that Franklin shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, nigga, I know the damage I've caused this family. Hey. And still is, still causing the family. I know what I let happen uh, to Jerome, but like, I'm so fucked up that I got to walk into there. I humbled out. Fam. I, with my head and my, my fucking hat in my hands, and I got to ask you for assistance because there is a certain level of desperation that you can reach yeah. in your life um, where you do some shit that is so absurd and so out of character and so unlike anything you ever would normally do that it kind of shows the people you're doing it with how desperate you really are. Yeah. And this was Andre's moment, right? This was his moment of desperation. This was his moment of him. I have nothing left. Trust y'all know everybody. Several people in this room would kill me and walk away like they didn't know, do shit. And they'll do it happily with a smile on their face. That's how desperate I am. So he walked directly in their room or their house. I didn't, uh, I didn't ask for permission, nigga. I no, walked in because I, I, I know you wouldn't give me that. Because if I knocked, you ain't letting me in. You won't give me that courtesy. And nigga, I'm the spook that walked through the door. <laughs> I came right in this motherfucker. He knocked on the door. He came in. They looked at this nigga... Jerome had to, Aunt, Aunt Lou had to pull Jerome back real quick because that nigga immediately was ready to go knock that boy head off because he know Jerome, hey, nigga, Andre, me and you one on one, you dead, my brother. Beating the shit out you. I've been getting my push ups on. I'm Fam, strong, nigga. I'm back and I'm back. Andre over there. I'm back and I'm better. Andre walking in facts, nigga. Andre walking in like shit sweet. Jerome literally looked at him like, fam, I, I couldn't be more ready for this moment right now. Aunt Lou pulled him back and. That nigga, uh, dad was like, yo, state your peace. What do you want? Why are you, why are you in my house right now? Andre say, yo, Melody's missing. I ain't seen her. She, she ain't, ain't come, come home, home last, last night. night. Then Franklin, well, if I just got straight A's in school, <laughs> I'm on my way to Spelman tomorrow or today. I would give her, I would cut her some slack. Like, well. My car gone. We found a strip. And yeah. There's been signs of a struggle. Yeah. So this ain't about cutting nobody no slack. This ain't no slack. This ain't about school. Help me find my daughter, man, because I don't know if she out here safe. I know that y'all hang out together. I figured you can help me out. Man. He was extremely humble in this moment, bro, sometimes which he needed you, to be. Sometimes you need to humble out. So, but you know what's funny about humbling out? Sometimes you need to humble out, but sometimes the person you talking to has to also humble Thanks. out to be able to receive your humility. Yeah. Because Franklin in that moment could have very well said, boy, get the fuck out of my house, nigga. What he told Melody? Uh, get the fuck on before I call her back, nigga. 
He could have told Andre, like, get the fuck on before I let Jerome loose, nigga. Facts. And he jam a speaker in your head, nigga. Put some 808s in your whip, nigga. And them bitches have a bomb and crack in them, and we set you up, ho. He could have did that. Why, like, nigga, I guess you ain't going to get them 212s put in your whip this Man, weekend, huh? Yeah, mm, your fucking subs is trash, nigga. Go to Jam and Jerome's before I kill you, dog. He could have did that. But he ain't do that. Damn, we should do a commercial for Jam and Jerome's. Yo, we should. On the green screen. I got a Jerry Curl wig. That's the fucked up part, nigga. We should do And I feel like you do, too, from your NWA shit. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go in the basement and find my Jam and Jerome's wig. Hey, so anyway. That'd be a hella promo. Yo. <laughs> yo. Hey, we getting somewhere. Yo, shout out to uh Kevin. Who did on the show. Facts. But he gave us some love on the page, man, on the IG page. I can't think of dog real name right now, and I'm not looking it up because I just don't feel like it. But shout out to the actor who played Kevin on Snowfall. Aunt Lou. Aunt Lou, Aunt Lou rocks with everything we tag her on. She's pregnant now, too. So I God saw. bless her. God bless the uh, the upcoming baby and all that. I, I wish none but good health. Let's and fly back to Detroit that. so that baby would be a Detroit. Hey, girl. next time that... Baby and you is in Detroit, Aunt Lou. I tell you what, man. You got dinner on me, man. This end, dog. I'm putting that out there. We going to get Popeye's chicken sandwiches. <laughs> it's not going to be lavish. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. If that shit costs more than a 15, you got to go back to L.A. But, uh, no, nah, man. So, when, when Andre came in there and he asked for help, Franklin told him, Whatever he said, yo, she privileged, whatever. I asked around. Yeah, but then he told him, I'm going to ask around. I'm going to find, let me see what I can find out. I'll get back with you. And then his mom was like, help find that girl. And that's when the episode started. Was this episode right now ain't his shit. This is where it cracks off. I'm so, worried, though. Because we don't know. All like, we know is it's I, a strip car and a fingernail. You know, because I'm thinking like, well, damn, why is it? Because then I'm thinking like, okay, but and so something happened. That the car stripped and there's a fingernail. And then we see, we did saw a video of her getting kicked in the face. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And we seen a, From the preview last week. From yeah. the preview last week. And we seen um, Franklin holding up a bloody Spellman yeah. shirt. I'm thinking, like, nigga, like, what, what happened what, to Melody? What if she fuck around and be dead or some shit? Yo, you know what I'm saying? So like, we, we name in this episode, Where's Melody, nigga? Because uh, that's what I was thinking this whole time. Uh, this episode is called uh, She on the Rock Now. <laughs> Ooh, we gonna get to that. <laughs> bars, bars, bars. We gonna get to that, dog. What's sad is Where's I feel like. Melody? Question mark. She's on the she rock. On the rock now. <laughs> I feel like the last three episodes could literally be the same name as last week's episode. Crack rock, crack rock, nigga. Yeah, that's me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Franklin goes on his search for Melody, and that's where this episode starts to split up. Because then we get Franklin searching, but then we also get the. F- 15 hours earlier yeah, clip. So, so let's start with the earlier clip. So, boom. Tell you what Melody been doing. That was uh, in the play session one or uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, act uh, one. Act one, yep. Now, act two is what really happened. Yeah, this is where Melody is at. So we get Melody's vantage point, right? Um, It's a movie called Vantage Point. You should check out. It's like probably 10, heard about that 10, years old minimum it could be older than that but that's a good ass movie dog but uh so we get melody's vantage point so melody gets home from the party around 2 a.m and andre knew this because he said when he was scouring the neighborhood somebody told him 
yeah, I saw Melody come home around 2 a.m. Or no, 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 her girl, Leon's girl that he be fucking, she got home at 2 a.m. So Melody shouldn't have been far behind. That's what they said. So Melody got home about 2 a.m., 2-ish. She walks in the crib. Her dad is passed out off the Crown Royal. She wants a rock. Well, she goes in, lays down in the bed. I'm she chilling, like, yeah. I'm thinking like, you know what? Like, this bitch is normal. Yeah. Like, she not high no more. This has been... This I'm like not a, high no more. <laughs> <laughs> I've been delivered tonight. Like, that nigga started a whole T at the end of words now, by the way. That's what that... That delivered... That's why everybody yeah. put the T at the anyway. Uh, so, you know, but soon she put her head on that motherfucking pillow and looked at the ceiling. Martin. <laughs> Baby Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> that crack was calling like the, the Hashitashi 2000, dog. Huh? Yeah. Um, Y'all not ready for that Martin reference. They don't know nothing about it. Martin. Martin. <laughs> Buy me, Martin. Buy me, Martin. <laughs> So the money was speaking like <laughs> melody, <laughs> melody, smoke me, smoke me, melody. <laughs> oh, real quick, real quick. Before that happened, um, was that before or after when Andre found her little bag full of money? That money Franklin gave her. That was later. He found out later. Okay, and then she snapped at the end. I, I, you right. So she get it. She grab a couple bucks, and she go get her dad's keys. And we all into the streets, baby. We out here. Fuck where she at, though. For a long ass time. Because it's a lot of time between dark and light. When she left and when she pulled up on Wanda. Because that was 7 o'clock in the morning. Fam, that's a five-hour gap. First of all, real quick, dog. Have you ever thought about, like, areas and, like, places used to be back when we was young as fuck that now you, like, an adult and you, like, fam, I could have died over there. like All the time. Fam, I think about where I used to go get my weed from when I was 14, 15. Nigga. Like, prior to, so, you know, prior to cell phones mm-hmm. and prior to me having cars, like, I would get on the bike and we'd be out. We'd be so fucking far. We'll go through roofs. we go through the, we literally go through the woods, come up on the uh, go up through the woods on Tyreman, come out on the other side of Warren behind a diner and through some more woods. Bro. It was a hangout spot. Like, nigga, every time somebody steal a car, kill somebody, they'll throw the body or the stolen cars and shit in the woods and Rouge, but we would be all through there. It's a little trail, a bike trail. Like, we used to just be everywhere. Nobody knows where we at. We'd be gone in the morning yeah. and come back at night. Like, Fam, I um mad wild places, dog. That I wasn't supposed to be. The spot where I used to go get my weed, shout out to my dog. I ain't even gonna say his name. Low key, I don't know if that nigga's still alive. Let me start there. But uh the spot I used to go get my weed, bro, it's legit one of them places that like got boarded up and they said like it was like, you know how they boarded up all these vacants in Detroit and shit, and then it was like grass that was six feet high and five feet high grass and all this shit. So it's over here on the west side, man. But I remember hearing about that, like the street that that was on, on the news. It's over there near Renaissance, man. We right off out of drive. And I remember hearing that street on the news, and they were showing all these houses, dog, and I didn't see my old wee man house. But I just saw it a block, and I'm like, fam, the fact that that block got grass that's three to five feet high, boarded up homes all up that first block. I'm sure the spot I used to get my weed is boarded up. And I used to be over here at 3 a.m. in an Escalade getting weed. 
what the fuck was I on, dog? Fam, between my old life and euphoria, the chances of me having a child are getting slimmer, bro. I'm about to adopt a 32-year-old, nigga. And just let my shorty gonna be like, fam, why my son older than me, nigga? It don't matter, bro. I'm adopting a 32 year old. Yo, if you responsible and you 32, call me. Shit, I'm about to adopt me a 32 year old too. <laughs> nigga, Jay about to get a sex slave. <laughs> <laughs> don't apply to Jay's, nigga. I'm looking for somebody to take care of and send a card to. Jay about to whip you. Anyway. In more ways. But anyway, I'm sorry. And nigga said he don't even know how to hog tie. But uh so yeah, dog. So I'm I'm like, all right, what was that gap between when she got some keys and left and when she was standing in the projects or sitting in the car in the projects trying to figure out where to get some crack from? She don't know. Real quick, cause something I thought about today when I rewatched it. Why do you think she wouldn't just go to Franklin? She know he sells his shit. She respect Franklin too much. She don't want Franklin to know that he won't crack or rock but that's the thing so the the reason that i asked that because i agree with you that that was my initial thought when i had that question like and she's not talking to franklin right now so all right that makes more sense because my initial thought was damn she don't want franklin to know she on rock but then i thought about it she don't even rock know that at she... this point don't have the stigma that it, it does uh, literally amongst franklin and his family and his crew they're starting to realize that saying she on rock now is a bad thing but in the world rock ain't got this stigma yet this is the beginning we still figuring out what it does so she know franklin looks at her in a, in a certain light he kind of holds her in a higher regard right okay i can I see that and to your point they also not talking right now she, he mad at her she mad at him ain't nobody really rocking yeah i can see that and what what they don't do a good job of on this show is explaining timelines that's also a good point yeah because franklin said later on in the show that we ain't been, i ain't been talking to her in a, in a long time yeah because uh when leon before he went out to look for her which we're gonna get to in a minute but leon and was just like jerome like yeah. he went from physically fucked up to yeah boom like this has to be a long yeah. period of time yeah you can deal with some ivy shit you know yeah. what I'm saying? like there's been some months that yeah, went by franklin was like yeah why anybody think i know where she at and leon was like that's your girl he was like man she ain't been my girl in a minute but one inconsistency though is it can't be no more than two months tops facts because well off top you ain't went to school yet not only that she ain't went to school but also her dad was only suspended for like a month or some shit what did they give her dad i can't remember weeks but it was yeah it was like i really feel like it was a matter of weeks i don't even think it was like uh like yo nigga you're suspended indefinitely like i think it was a matter of weeks so it ain't been that long um but to your point she also ain't left for school yet so uh melody is in the projects she over in the same projects where her best friend lives same projects where leon and them sell dope and he shot up the street light same projects where old girl was that beat her up same projects that um kane stumped out alina's cousin in hey so I have a Kane Eilina cousin reference for when we do power later. Okay. And I'm glad you just said that. Cause I had forgotten about it and let me put it in my phone, nigga. But just to give you what it is and we'll discuss the details on episode 58. Stay tuned. Y'all don't go nowhere, but nigga, what we supposed to fight over a snitch. <laughs> hmm. You know who <laughs> I'm talking about. We'll get to it though. But uh, anyway, so she go to the project, she and her daddy car and she's sitting there on the corner in the car 
she don't know where to buy this this rock from. She don't know what to do. She don't know who to go to. And while she's sitting there, knock, knock, knock. Wanda at the window. Felicia. She like, fool. Wanda literally came up like, fool. We're Craig. Dog. And that nigga, she like, Wanda ain't got time for yo. Because it's Wanda's starting to be known as the neighborhood head. This bro. is why. This is what confuses me. Because before I'm thinking like, well, she don't know what Rock do. But yeah. you know Wanda is on the Rock. Fam, look at Wanda in the face. You know what Wanda do, bro. And you know what Rock do. And you know this ain't some shit you should be smoking right now. Because she looks terrible, dog. Shout out to the actress playing Wanda. I will give her this. I went to uh, yeah, I went to both their the Instagram pages. Yeah, I started following uh Melody for sure. I gotta follow Wanda. Uh but Melody is Rain Edwards on the gram. Follow her. I like that name too. But uh the actress playing Wanda. So one of the reasons I also wasn't really the biggest fan of this episode, I felt like the acting was eh. It was some scenes that was like really good, but it was also some scenes I felt like could have been a little stronger, in my opinion. But for the entire season, I will give Wanda this, whoever that actress is. She body in that role, bro. But you also got to think that these people are acting very crackish. Facts. And they also have to act like a 16, 17-year-old would be. That's a fact. So that annoying shit, the let's go and fucking skate and do yeah. weird shit yeah. that you don't think an adult would do. Because them niggas are kids still. Yeah. That's no, cool. that, that's very true. Uh, so Wanda come up to the window and she like, Melody, what you doing over here? And Melody like, I'm looking for some rock. Crazy. And Wanda like, Wanda instantly clicked in like, oh, well, bitch, how much you looking to buy? She was like $20 worth. And Wanda was like, let me hop in. So Wanda get in the car and she like, look, we could go to my cousin's house. He owe me $20. We could take yo 20 and buy my, cause she was like 20 ain't enough. She know Melody ain't, Melody new to this. She don't know what she's talking about. You don't want 20 worth for rock. So she's like, we can take yo 20. Take the 20 my cousin owe me. We can go pick that up. Mike Epps got a little joke. I got the white boy around the corner. She like, we, nigga, we not doing it. Yeah. I just want some rock. Now like, so I, I just need a little hit. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, okay. She not gone yet. She just want to go take some, buy some, go put it in the bag. Yeah. When she go up to school with it, she not because at know. this point she still know me and my dad are supposed to leave today. Yeah, like, yeah. Ain't nobody got rock in Spelman because that shit don't exist outside of nigga these seven blocks. Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? What well, is general area? Like it don't, it don't, it don't exist in fucking Spelman yet. So I'm yeah. thinking like she gonna get that shit. She can go to motherfucking college and then. You know, chill, you know, detox for a week or so. Yeah, and be okay. I I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I am with you. I did have a few moments through this episode where Melody seemed okay enough that I Lucy, thought. She was like. She was a normal person. Like, nigga, everybody know you ain't got no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? We ain't about to do this. Like, I'm just trying to do this. I need to get home. My dad going to kill me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They pulled up. Oh. <laughs> So we got to stop right now okay, and go to Franklin's side of the game. Yeah. So at the same time, just before we got Franklin shit or Melody's side, we got Franklin and Leon in live time, like right now. So Leon pulls up to Franklin mama crib to come scoop them so they could go look for Melody. Franklin, like, why everybody think I know where she at? Leon, like, because that's your girl. 
He said, nigga, we ain't, I ain't been, we ain't been uh, together in a long time or some shit. Like, nigga, hey, bars, he about to say, nigga, the first nigga with the key. No, the first nigga through the door always got the key. Yo, I loved when he said that, dog. I'm glad you remember that, too. That was a good-ass bar, dog. Where the bell at, I nigga? I got the keys for a few. Fam, so Leon gave him that bar. Like, yo, first nigga through the door always got the key, man. He gave him that bar. And they hop in the whip and they start riding. First place they pull up to the projects. They walking up to Fatback Crib. They walk in. As they walk toward Fatback Crib, that little young nigga who I feel like I y'all have set him up to be like, I'm interested in what he might be. Because from the beginning, like episodes one and two, when he was begging to get on. I've been like, dog, is he an informant? Is he with another gang? Is he with man boy? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's like, yo, what y'all doing with him? Because he's so, Franklin called him eager kid. Why is he so eager to join this shit? I want this money, nigga. Fam, but to be, I don't know. He So they walking toward Fatback Crib. They going up. They trying to figure out where Melody at. When they talking to Fatback, the little eager, well, Fatback was like. Why are you acting so weird? Fatback was being Yo, Fatback came out the crib ticking off top. Like, nigga, is you on the rock now, too? Fam, off rip. If I ever knock on your door and you open it and you come outside and you start ticking. <laughs> I got an ice box with my house <laughs> to me. That nigga says, uh, and then, uh, and then, back at it again. Bitch, don't ever start dancing on me, bro. So Fatback being weird as shit. And he was like, jokey. Like, like, dog, I don't know if you understand this moment we in right now. Like, he ain't never act like this before. Never. He been cool. The only time he even had a joke was when he got arrested. And he was acting, you know what I'm saying, with Andre. But, bitch, don't trip on me. That's a good question. Are you on the rock, too, bro? Like, is you sneaking product? Because you remember Kevin did that shit. So, so basically, they went over there looking for the nigga that, um, that she was fucking with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked for dog that ate her out at the party. Because, yo, we heard Maurice was the last nigga yeah, she was with. we heard that nigga fuck. Yup. So, where he stay at? Fatback like nigga he ticking while he answering his question <laughs> yo what was wrong with this <laughs> so he like yo I don't know where dogs stay but he like oh matter of fact he been over there sleeping I'm ticking while I talk right now <laughs> nigga look like genuine this bitch. <laughs> oh, nigga look like no not genuine that nigga is looking like counterfeit <laughs> nigga. <laughs> nigga counterfeit tell your friend <laughs> <laughs> ain't none of so, your friend's business Dog. So uh <laughs> <laughs> So look fatback like <laughs> boom, boom 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 so anxious. So that nigga fatback like yo, I heard that nigga Maurice stay over at he been staying at uh what was them two dudes crib? Somebody crib and then they was like, yo, uh I they they cop from I don't know. How did they get to man boy shit? Was that when the Fatback say like they cop from man boy or they live in man boy area? How did they get over to man boy? Oh, no, 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 no. I know how they got to man boy. Never mind. That was when eager kid came up and was like, yo, fuck what y'all talking about. She ain't with that nigga. I saw her this morning. Seen, he's like, you seen her this morning? Like yeah. Around seven o'clock with Wanda. And he was like, yeah, she was with Wanda. And they was like, nigga, Wanda, Wanda. Like Wanda, nasty crackhead, rockhead Wanda, and he was like, "Yeah, fool," and they was like, "Yeah." Right. Got into a car and suddenly, sudden, you like, at, like what time is that? I like got seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So then, okay, yeah. Now I'm remembering that shit. So, little eager kid told he gave him the intel. That's some good intel. So 
So this is one of my favorite portions of the episode. When they go to man boy shit? No, no, no. Okay. The conversation between Franklin and mm, Leon. Because mm, mm. this shit was, it was two. Before they got back in the car. Yeah, yeah, Two conversations yep. and shit. And he was like, nigga, if she would Wanda, like, why would she be with Wanda? Like, yeah. Like, and Leon said, the rock. And he was like, no, nigga, Wanda. I mean, <laughs> Melody, Melody a good girl. Like, yeah. Essentially, like, nigga, she, yeah. she don't do that. And Leon looked perturbed. He looked disgusted. Like, nigga. And so first he tried to keep it real with him. He said, basically, nigga, that rock don't love nobody, nigga. Like, nigga, that shit is addictive. That shit's addictive. He was like, you, he was like, you standing here talking to me like that shit ain't addictive. Like, nigga, we making all this, the, the reason that we getting all this motherfucking money, you know, nigga, that shit is addictive. Yeah. Hey, so then when he says that, Franklin was like, Fam, but she ain't weak like that. Like Melody's strong. And She's, then he, cause he started that. Then he, then he went to the patronizing role. Like, listen, yep, I get it. You still like her, you know what I'm saying? But like, this not. You like, no, you absolutely motherfucking right. I still love her. Oh, I, I loved her, whatever. And you lucky, I still keep in contact with her because that means I know where the fuck she at. Yeah. And uh, that nigga was like, what that nigga uh, Leon say? He was like. Nigga, Wanda is, if Wanda is anything, nigga, she ain't weak. She not weak. And that nigga Franklin was like, yeah, nigga, but I mean, shit, nigga, Melody's smart. And Leon was like, nigga, Wanda was smart. Mel- basically, Franklin say, but is Wanda going to Spellman, nigga? And that nigga Leon had my favorite bar of the episode. That nigga said, is Melody? Bitch, talk about it, nigga. Nigga say, once she, once she got that rock, she gone. It's not her no more. Yeah. Yeah, dog, and that's but that's honestly the really shit that Leon because I think to this point, Le- Franklin's still like battling what he's doing. We making money. I'm buying property. I'm getting bread. My family eating. Franklin is big picture and everything, and he's not looking at the. He don't see the the right in front of him. He's not man. looking at the details as it pertains to the people using this product. Yep, he's looking at details as far as how I can make this business move further and yeah. and police and shit but you're not actually looking at the impact that this this is doing yeah. and leon who was on a different level is and yeah. I'm, I'm glad that leon inserted himself because franklin being big boy talking to nigga i'll i'll string you along i'll give you what you need think you need to know yeah he's like no nah, nigga check that shit Check it at the fucking door, bro. Cause let me tell you something, nigga. While you been up there sitting on your little pedestal I'm and out shit, here in the streets, nigga. I'm in the, I see what this shit really doing. And I could tell you right now, if Melody on that same shit Wanda on, niggas, why the fuck would Melody be with Wanda, nigga? Nigga, what other reason, bro? Like why? What, what it's seven o'clock in the fucking morning. What other reason? And her bro? dad can't can't find her. Why the fuck would she be with Wanda? What other reason, dog? So uh they go see Man Boy. Cause when you mention Wanda. Now you got to see if man boy and his man who was getting the hair from Wanda, you got to see if they know something. So they go over there and they ask, they literally interrogate my man, the man boy little uh, second in command. They talking to him like, where she be at, nigga? He like, nigga, why the fuck would I tell y'all? They like, bro, I don't think you understand what we saying right now. So Franklin laid it to him like, yo, her dad is NYPD or LAPD. Same niggas. He like, yo, her dad is LAPD. So we help him. He, he owe us, nigga. We get a favor. So, I, you know, I've been telling you my man boy theory. That he not the uh, worst dude in the was, world. Later on in, in the episode, there's a little tiny chink 
He had a couple chinks, I feel like, but I I hear you. Uh, but as of right now, like man, boy stacking up again. In this moment, he was like, "Look, nigga, we know you still fucking with Wanda because this bitch, you be around this, cause that bitch suck dick and she hum the ABCs or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, and you come around this motherfucker and you're always humming. So where the fuck is she at? Yeah, which is wild. and then he hemmed him up. Yeah, told his man, and this is your second in command. So imagine you, Franklin. And you got a nigga you don't trust in man boy and a nigga you trust even less in his man and man boy hold his man up and say, bro, where the fuck do she be at, nigga? And his man was like, yo, she be with Bo and whatever the mother niggas names was like she be over there. That's, that's who she cop from now. So I have a few problems. Let's stop right here. Off top. How she copping from some niggas that's not Franklin and that's not man boy because man boy kicked her out. But how she copping crack? Cause to this point, cause well now they sell crack to all them different areas. But so this is where, and it comes up later in the episode. But I'll throw it out there now. Them niggas didn't know. They knew who Franklin was when he said, "Do you know who I am?" When he went up to the porch. But they ain't know who he was, and they Franklin and Leon didn't know them two niggas. Cause Manboy even said, "Yo, don't them niggas live in Leon neighborhood?" So y'all don't, how the fuck is niggas out here selling crack and y'all don't know them? Because I'm Franklin, I'm low. I'm not out of no club. Like y'all niggas don't know me. Nah, bro. I don't, but when he said, I didn't like, like it. When he looked like, when he actually looked like, nigga, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah. And then he was like, oh. Oh boy, chill. Oh boy, chill. I give him that. They know Franklin, but I feel like, yo, if niggas is fucking buying crack and distributing crack, I feel like at this, because Franklin whole shit from the rip has been. How would you how would like how would you know what he looked like though? Yeah, yeah, but no, no, no. Franklin whole shit from the rip this whole season has been. Yo, I don't want to be in no street level shit. All I want to do is sell to distributors, nigga. Yeah. I want to sell to niggas who could buy keys. I don't know if these niggas is at key level yet, but they clearly distributing because this is where niggas know why to go get to work. And it's where Melody goes. I just felt like, yo, no, no, if these they, niggas live in they, neon. They not distributing. Them niggas is bagging. Them niggas on a lower level. Because if Wanda is buying crack from y'all, yeah. y'all niggas is getting. You know if what I'm saying? They in you Leon go, neighborhood. I feel like niggas should have known. Somebody should have known who these niggas were at this. Because I'm still thinking from the, the angle of this is still developing. It ain't a ton of players in this game yet. Well, you think about it like, yeah. man, boy. Is on a higher level than them. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And so he once removed, but his street level niggas know who the fuck they are. Cause he know who he they know who's selling what because you told them to go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now man boy is higher than them because he know I'm not bagging and selling shit. Yeah, yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And Leon, them niggas, them Leon not even a drug dealer. Yeah. He just a muscle and a drug muscle. Nigga. Yeah. And uh Le- I mean, and and uh Saint, he like I'm not, I don't know. Who the fuck is these little niggas? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so I just, I had that thought. But, uh. But, man boy soldiered up. Hey, man boy soldiered up, and he told his man, yo, you need to tell me where the fuck Wanda be at right now. Where she cop from, who she cop from. Oh, that's Leon neighborhood. We need to go over there. And that's what they do. They go over there. And when they walked up to the joint, and they was like, uh, like, how you say you know these niggas again? Like, I don't know them. Yeah. And that wasn't clear to me until that point. Yeah. So they strapped that, up. You know what I'm saying? When he saw the motherfucking Spellman. When he saw the bloody shirt, man boy reached back. 
and grabbed the, the ratchet. Like, oh, this might be real, nigga. Because they walked up and they immediately saw um, Melody's bloody Spellman sweatshirt in the lawn, just chilling in the yard with blood all over the chest. And it was like, oh shit, this like, something different. This ain't this ain't us just coming to see. Hey, have you seen Melody? This is she might be hurt. Side note, them two niggas gotta die. Facts, facts. I actually thought they were going to die this episode, but that's another story. But I agree, them two niggas have to die. I went to uh the one, the brown skin one with the thick ass mustache, Keith Washington looking nigga. Uh, I went to his Instagram. And from his page, it looks like if they die, I don't know if they die or not this season, but if they die, it ain't going to be no time soon. Like he like he kind of was promoting the episode and then like kind of the the rest of the season. So we'll see. But I agree. Them niggas need to die. So they knock on the door. Dog that I'm talking about came to the door. Brolic is shit. Yo, what the fuck you doing knocking on my door like you the police? Nigga, Franklin say. Hey, nigga, you know the fuck I am? And dog was like, hey, oh, shit. At, at first, like, no, nigga, who the fuck is yeah. you? Yeah, and then he, like, it was like he opened that screen and, like, looked at him and was like, oh, you that one nigga that, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, what's up, Ace? That nigga said, <laughs> that nigga turned into Chick-fil-A worker, nigga, like, my like, pleasure. Was, but real life, like, where would you see the nigga at, though? Yeah, you wouldn't see Franklin. If you if you wasn't there early, 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 nigga, at Avi Crib, you wouldn't see Franklin. Like, I mean, Avi, Avi ain't fucking with regular niggas. Yeah, that's also had, a fact, yeah. But, like, we, it's not no social media shit. I'm Man. not in clubs taking Polaroid pictures with niggas. Yeah, like, if you ain't buy weed from Franklin when he worked for Jerome, you wouldn't know Franklin face outside of their school. Like, yeah. that just not related to this shit. So, uh, so dog was like, yo, nigga, how can I help you? My bad. Pardon me. How can I help you? Franklin? Like, yo, nigga, you seen Wanda? Well, he first he asked him if he's like, yo, nigga, we know Wanda be coming around here. Where the fuck she at? He like, yeah, she was over here, nigga, with another chick. And he was like, what this other bitch? Well, first they was acting like they ain't no Wanda. They like big lips be humming, nigga. And his man walked to the door when he heard that humming shit. He was like, oh, yeah, nigga. She was over here earlier. Leon face. Yo, Leon be so sick. Think about it, though. Nigga, that was your girl, girl. Yo, uh, nigga. Like, up until, like, let's say three months ago, before yeah. she got on the rock. Yeah. Like, nigga, you was in love with this girl. Yo, I, I know she gonna listen to this episode within, like, the next week or so, man. But I just want to tell Shorty, like, and don't ever do crack, bro. <laughs> like, I just wanted to throw that out there. Nigga, it ain't nothing. Um, just don't do crack. Cause that I don't want to be hurt like that. Cause Leon face be hurt, nigga. Like, bro, imagine your girl being a crackhead. Your old girl. And you can't do nothing you about just it. Imagine bro. your old girl out here doing some horror shit. Fam, sucking dick for and this, rocks. And like that's not y'all not together no more. Y'all not affiliated, but like People still look at her and think of you. Yeah. <laughs> so when you doing horse <laughs> shit, like it looks bad on me, even though we not even. Oh, don't ruin my rep. You know, what I worked so hard. Thirty five years. Text messages and like, what's up with like nigga? We ain't been together like I don't know two years, three years. Like, yeah, no, oh, I don't do crack. I just don't ever want to see my girl do crack. But uh, anyway, so they like, I right, well, you know. Who she was with. He was like, yeah, she was with a little cute chick. And his man was like, nah, that bitch was fine, nigga. And Franklin, like, light skin, curly hair, about five, six. They like, yeah, 
I'm like, oh, Franklin in love, nigga. You don't never know your bitch just five, six off top. He like five, six. She got 14 freckles on her left side of yeah, her face, nigga. Nigga, nipple ring. No. She like to keep her left shoe untied. Yeah, like her pussy ate like Maurice was doing in the beginning. Y'all niggas ain't see it. And them niggas was like, yeah, that was her. And he was like, where they at? Niggas was like, who the fuck is y'all? Like, why should we help you type shit? That was their attitude. Hey, yo, somebody drop this nigga for me. <laughs> yo, dog, that nigga, uh, man boy, him, the old boy up so hard, bro. Nigga. I, now, mind you, when I first watched the shit, I was drunk. I was in the cabin. We was in the little theater room. So it's a big screen. I was under a lot of influence. When man boy hemmed that nigga up, I jumped so hard, nigga. Because it was quick. Man boy almost put that nigga, his forearm through, yeah. his, through his neck. He ran that nigga up on the door like, fam, like, nigga, where the fuck is she? And they still was trying to play that tough shit. So then Leon pulled the strap, like, and that nigga Franklin was like, Leon, kill that nigga, dog. And Leon was finna, gl- I'm shocked Leon didn't shoot boy in the head because he be so quick with it. Yeah. But Franklin got a page. Yeah. When that nigga Pager went off, he went, called the niggas back, and it was, because he had put the word out on the street. He had told Fatback, yo, tell every nigga, if they see uh, Melody, tell them the page. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you niggas got to die because I know she was here. Yep. I know y'all know who she was. She got a fucking bloody shirt outside, and y'all niggas being, y'all act, y'all playing dumb. Yeah. You, you niggas about to die because I think y'all done did something to her. And you niggas know who I am. So y'all are being disrespectful because you know who I am and you ain't showing me no fucking fear. So right now I need to kill y'all just all. I need to at least kill one of y'all minimum. Uh, So he called whoever paged him back and got off the phone. That nigga Leon say, hey, who was that? He was like, they found her. Leon was like, she all right? Franklin said no. no. And them niggas did. And they was on the way to the car. Now this is where... The little say little shady shit by um man boy comes in. Yeah. And I don't I don't know I don't know how shady yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he started talking like, look, man, talking to Leon and shit like I come on I kinda like I could be making this shit up. I kinda basically was like, nigga, I know we ain't like friends and shit, but like yeah. I didn't know you like cared about the bitch that much. Because yeah. I'd have never had her around like that. Like I didn't know this was like a real, like a real thing thing. Mm-hmm. And like that nigga be beating her up and doing all this shit. Yeah. Like I would never do like the, a man should never put his hands on a on woman, a woman and yeah. shit like that. And which is true. Even though he didn't put his hand, he already put his hands on Wanda. Facts. But the only saving grace is I put my hands on Wanda technically for y'all niggas. Y'all told me to get rid of her. Y'all told me to get rid of her and she wouldn't go. Yeah. And then she started disrespecting me and started. Yo, the the funniest shit about that scene, even crackheads know that when you you call a nigga a little dick nigga, it's it's beef. Like, fam, don't go straight to that. But, like, I I could be falling for clever writing, though. Yeah. Because he was introduced as the bad guy. And then they trying to lure us into him He's being okay. A, he might okay. be all right. Yeah. But then they threw that little sliver out there. So, I mean, at the end of the day, man, boy, is probably going to do some fuck shit. I'm, I'm waiting on Because he has some moments, even that when they were uh, there initially questioning him about Melody and Wanda. Um, he had a couple moments at the beginning of that scene where I didn't really like like his tone and like the shit he said. It was like, what did they say? Because um, they don't. To him, he like, oh, nigga, why the fuck y'all keep asking me about this crackhead oh, bitch? That's was it him? 
Or was it them two niggas they went to that was like, you West Side niggas can't keep your bitch in line? Like, I feel like that wasn't that man boy. I think man boy said some slick shit when they first showed them asking about Wanda. Like, but think about it, like it first. First, uh, Leon come over there mad over some crackhead. Yeah, bitch. yeah. And now you over here asking for yeah. another. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that on, was man, boy. Yeah, what y'all think? I don't yeah, remember. That, no, but. that was definitely him. Now, like now, I'm back fully in that scene. He was sitting on the top of that chair, and that nigga literally said, "You West Side niggas can't keep your bitch in line, dog." And like, them niggas look like, and I was like, "Damn, this nigga man, boy, still." I can't act like that's not some shit I would say. Like, damn, nigga, another one. Yeah, <laughs> y'all still you you back? I feel like Mayweather and Tiny. <laughs> when he got into the tea, like nigga, yeah. you asked me about your bitch again. Yeah, nigga, like I told you, let that go, fam. Like, I like, don't want I don't, your bitch. I literally don't care about your bitch, bro. Uh, so yeah, man, boy, we still it's he got a big hashtag TBD over that nigga head right now. Like yeah. we don't know uh, if he gonna be an ally or if he gonna be a foe. But bro. he be down the right. So far, that nigga done rode on everything. Pulling out straps, doing what everything is supposed to. But Took him to Scully Crib out in Inglewood. Like, so far, that nigga with everything. He done hemmed up a few niggas for him. Hemmed up uh, Wanda for him. Like, but that comment about, I would never, I would never put my hands on a woman. Like, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, nigga, you literally was ready to choke her to death to your man said, hey, niggas, people outside. Like, niggas was looking at you. That's the only reason you ain't killer, bro. So we gonna see, man. Man, boy, hashtag TBD. We only got three episodes left, but uh, anyway. So they find out Melody's still alive, but they find out where she was at, and it wasn't good, nigga. So before we got to where she was at, we hop back to Melody's story. Melody's story, and uh, her and Wanda pull up to Wanda's cousin crib. This ain't actually Wanda cousin. It's them two niggas. It's them two niggas. Yeah. Um, and they her cousin ain't in there owing her twenty. Wanda takes Melody's twenty. Goes and buys the rock. And while she in there buying the rock, Melody's sitting in the car. And them two niggas, one of them come up to the window on the passenger side. He like, damn, bitch, you fine as hell. Da, da, da. And Melody like, ah, no, nah, thank you, but get the fuck out of here. While she's saying that, the other one came to the driver's side and said, bitch, get your motherfucking ass out the car, nigga. And he dragged her out the whip. And she like, no, this is my daddy car. No, and they stole her car. And they, so that's we find out in that moment. That's how uh, Andre Carr got stripped right there. So Melody's standing in the middle of the street like, oh, my God. Like, they took my dad's car. What I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? Wanda came out the house like, girl, relax. They play like that all the time. Melody like, there ain't one nigga in the hood that play like that. You ain't say shit when they choke me out in smoke backyard. So he talked. Melody's standing there like, fam, they not playing. Like, you think he playing? My daddy gonna kill me. Yeah, like so she's still regular. Fam, I'm we're supposed her, to nigga. drive to Spellman today. They just stole my car. You know what? I kept. I, I forgot about that part. I forgot that the car was stolen, and that's the car they was driving. Damn, bitch keep talking about the, how they going to Spellman today. She not <laughs> getting nowhere near Spellman today. Well, she don't know her shit stripped either. That's a fact. She ain't aware of that. She just know it got stolen. So Wanda like, look, bitch, you going to smoke this rock with me or not? Because I ain't asking again. So they like, fuck it. Let's sit on this curb in front of the crack house or the this trap house and let's smoke this rock. So they sitting there, they smoking. And as soon as Melody take a hit, you see her eyes bug out again. And she right back in her zone, dog. So Wanda say, that's a nice necklace. Melody like, yeah, my mom gave it to me. Wanda like, it's real? She like, yeah, bitch. My mama was classy. And Wanda like, I'm thirsty. Melody say, yo, I know somewhere we could go as long as it's before five. And they jet over there and they go to the skating rink. 
melody job. They get some drinks. They get some hot dogs. They skate. So to your point where is you said you can go without this buddy buddy shit. I think they're just trying to show how inexperienced uh, melody, melody is. is. Yeah, and how like so she's falling like. You thought y'all bitches was friends. She falling for the trap. You know, because at the top of this, when Wanda first got in your car at seven a.m., you Wanda said, "I thought we was cool," and Melody said, "Nigga, you thought wrong." And now y'all skating in the fucking skating rink, drinking uh, soda and eating hot dogs and shit. Like you think this your girl now? So because y'all got a common theme and crack. I got a lot of fucking crack for twenty dollars. Be perfectly honest. Oh, they was smoking uh, shit out there. But if Wanda sucking dick, that might be. You know, you know how that goes. So they all out of rocks. Like I thought I had one, and then uh, she looked at Melody. Was like, "Hey, look, man, it's all well and good, but you in that fucking necklace, fam." Punched the bitch in the face. Punched her in her face, and Melody was like, "What the fuck?" And before Wanda even said, she just kicked her in the face with skate, without falling. Balance on impeccable. Yeah, and balance on fleek. You remember on fleek? <laughs> yeah, that's I hated on fleek. Uh, but yeah, Wanda kicked shit out of Melody in the face, bro, with the roller skate. Um, problem number one, don't ever kick me with a skate. That's just the first thing I might ever tell people, like, in life. Don't kick me with a skate. But this scene, so what I will say about that scene, the shift from we're buddy, buddy, best friends to, yo, because Wanda whole thing was what happened to the rest of the rock? Melody said, I think we smoked it. Melody ain't say shit disrespectful, ain't say nothing out of pocket. She ain't even say we can't go get more. She just said, I think we smoked what we had. And Wanda went off. Wanda was was fishing for a reason to have a problem. Yeah. Like, bitch, you know that shit gone. She was fishing for a reason to have a problem, but she was also in crackhead mode. How am I going to get money to buy my next rock? Fuck you. You don't matter. You got me my last rock. But now you telling me we no longer have a rock. And I already asked you earlier if you had more money. You told me no. So now I got to take your necklace, dog. So Wanda kicked her, knocked her out, snatched her chain. (sighs) Melody wasn't ready. Melody wasn't ready. She got ready, though. She got ready. So we flash back to uh, Franklin and Leon. And they pull up to a house. And when they pull up to the house, we find out when Franklin gets out. It's a crack house. It's the first time on this show we've seen a crack house. The insides of a rock. the inside of a dedicated crack house. This is where they at. This is Taj Mahal. This is the Carter. Wesley Snipes spent a lot of the crack houses on the movies, but uh, there was one other thing though. I think before this though, yeah, 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 but it had to be before this. Is um, Melody ends up back at them two niggas' cribs. Oh, she did go back with her bloody sweatshirt on, wiping her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, she got dropped off by a nigga. And hold up, did you peep? Because when I rewatched it this morning, when Dog dropped her off at the car, because she got dropped off by a nigga. And when she got off the car, Dog said, all right, now you better call me something like that. Something real slick. I I was like, yo, Melody sucking dick too? Like already? Because she needed a ride over. She don't have no car. And she just got beat up and she don't have no money. She got some skates. <laughs> Man, if she sold them <laughs> skates, I'm out. I'm no, out. No, what if she just skated over there? <laughs> <laughs> she could have skated over there. But no, if she got out dog car and that nigga said something like, all right, you better call me. He said something real slick. And I was like, Nelly, did you suck dick to get a ride with a bloody mouth? 
Don't suck my dick with a bloody mouth. But uh, but she picked up a fucking garden gnome. So Wanda was back over there trying to sell the chain. And Dog literally bit the chain and was like, man, this shit fake as hell. And Wanda was like, nah, that's real. Da, 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 da. And like, go give me a rock. And then while she waiting on dude to come back out with a rock, that's when Melody pulled up, picked up the garden gnome and knocked Wanda ass fuck out. Which I was like, okay, cool. And then wiped her mouth with the bloody with the bloody shit. So that's how the bloody sweatshirt ended up in Dog in them yard. Um, and then flash forward to the niggas walking into the yeah yeah yeah. So uh, they pull up at the crack house, and Leon. So now Franklin and Leon's dynamic has changed a little bit. It's gone from a little bit tense to now like a general understanding that we're the same person in this situation. We both going through. We done fell in love with a motherfucker who doing some shit that we have no control of, but that we also distribute. And now and it hurt. And Leon like uh, go 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 get her. Nigga. He said go get your girl, dog. So Franklin got a- off the car. AKA like this is some shit you gotta do by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not helping you. This you gotta deal with this. Granted, you should have went with him. Yeah, because what if you walk in there and get stuck? We don't know crackheads, nigga. Like I mean, it's a bunch of random niggas in there, and he the he the head nigga. You should probably be. In one and with it's him. a dark bando, nigga. This a bandit ass house, bro. But you know. But he walk in there. Well, first it was a nigga who came outside. I'm guessing it's the nigga who paged him, who run the house. Yeah. And uh Franklin was like, You sure that's her? And dog was like, Yeah, nigga. So Franklin went in there, he looking around. The whole place. Now I I do want to give a shout out to the to the cinematographers. Yeah, this is a good scene. And how they this played is a good scene. this scene and how it led up to this scene. Um, and this was some sad shit, man. We see him in there. We see him all in there. The juxtaposition of the life that you lead in outside and all the, the great plans that you have. Yeah. Those plans are on the backs of human beings. Yep. So that's somebody mom in there. Yep. That's somebody dad in there. Facts. That's somebody husband, fiance, that they were just yesterday or a week ago, normal functioning people, and now they zombies. Yeah. And you just, and think about that, like, right, so this is the beginning of it. One by one, you just start plucking away fathers, plucking yeah. away mothers, plucking away all these different things, and now you left with a society of children raising themselves. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's um, it's kind of watching this show has been interesting for a few reasons. One of which is I don't know that I've ever seen any movie or show that showed me the beginning of crack and the beginning of the impact of crack. We've always gotten the, uh, yo, niggas is already crackheads. Nigga. Niggas is shit going to sell themselves. Yeah. Yep. Literally. That's what we've always gotten. It sells itself. Gator is already Gator when we in fucking, uh, jungle fever bro but at this point when you introducing some shit no you did introduce fam you, you brought you niggas brought around this in for free to the spot and say hey y'all check this out here take this take this take this like you promoted yeah. the crack like you aren't just like a contributor you are the developer you put this entire thing you're the architect of you're what's the sales happening person. you market that's the fact yeah man so he um franklin's getting a fucking bird's eye view of what he's done when he was walking through this house, right? Like he's he's seeing these fathers and these mothers and these random people sitting down on the couch. First of all, most of this crib is unfurnished off top. He's seeing that. He's seeing niggas sitting on a one or two chairs and couches in there smoking rock. He's seeing old girl in the kitchen smoking rock. He go up this little well, he walked past the bathroom, open the door, 
somebody standing there getting his dick sucked by a girl sitting in the bathtub or sitting on the edge of the bathtub. Girl leaning around, she like closed the door. He thought it was Melody. You could tell the way they paced that scene. He thought it was Melody, but it wasn't. It was another girl. But now even seeing that, oh shit, I know that's how Wanda get down. This might be a thing. He goes up the stairs. It's a nigga passed out in the corner sitting in a chair who probably supposed to be a lookout, but he probably smoked too. And then he opened another door and there go Melody sitting on a random well, mattress. he walk up the steps. No, no. So the dude at the top of the steps was the dude I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he walked, because that dude passed out in the chair. And when he was walking there, it sounded like some dick sucking was going on. Oh, it's I, a lot of niggas getting their dick sucked. I thought was, he was about to walk in on that. If Melody had been sucking some, yo, rest in peace, John Singleton, dog. If they had added that in there, that would have gave this scene an entirely different set of, like, tenseness dog like holy crap she losing it bro but um he opened the door melody is laying on a mattress and she in her highest shit like melody couldn't be more peeled back she's done and now she excited she see franklin she see a familiar face franklin oh my god i haven't seen you in so long i miss you where you been at and franklin looking like bitch what the fuck happened between the last time I saw you and right now? She's so cracky right now, though. She donezo, bro. So he looking mad disappointed, and he just trying to pick her up off the mattress and gather her. She like, Franklin, oh, I like when you be aggressive. And I, she don't understand what's happening. Meanwhile, because what we know from Wanda is the exact opposite of how Wanda used to be. Mm, Wanda was the good girl. Facts. Facts. And, and wanted to be, had a little low-key... Wanda is Melody. Wanda Man. was a good girl, but wanted to be down. Yeah. Beg Leon to let him in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause mm-hmm. she wanted to be down with everybody else. I get the idea that Melody wants, even though she's been a, she a PK. Yeah. That's a fact. And she want Franklin is not at all. And that probably attracts her to him. Yeah. Besides the fact that we grew up together and everything, but you got to, you have a little edge about you, yeah, bro. And you got yeah. you know your your parents is Panthers and your your mom and is is hard on you and you dropped out of school and all this little weird shit. Like I like that about you, bro. And then my dad hates you because he know you out here in these streets. And I like that little bit about you. And, so um, she loved that aggressiveness. And then while they get outside, then she's like, I gotta get my necklace. I gotta get my yeah. She like where my necklace go. What she don't know in this scene is actually kind of funny. This scene was two things. One, you already saw that necklace gone, baby girl. That got snatched hours ago. And she had got it back from Wanda, but I'm almost certain you sold it to get the crack you got to go up in that crack house. Because when she not Wanda out with the gnome, she took the necklace well, back. Yeah, well, even if even if she didn't. Even if you ain't selling it, it's in the house. We ain't going back up there. Never. I'm never in my life walking back through that again. Franklin looked like, bitch, I'm not walking in that house if you tell me uh, the spook that sat by the door is in the inside the door. I'm not going, nigga. Never again, bro. So Franklin starts pushing her into the back seat. Now I felt like Leon could have got out and helped a little bit. Like, damn, nigga, grab the bitch you, ankles, fam, bro. All that shit. Nigga, ain't yeah. nobody helped me when I had to chain this bitch to the fucking sink. Well, nigga, I wanted to kill the bitch, <laughs> so you know you ain't want my help. But uh, yeah, man, Franklin pushes her in the back seat. He get her in the car. He lock her up. Uh, lock the door and shit. And then he get in and they drive off. And I thought him and Leon's face in that scene 
they had the exact same facial expression. It was like, so bruh. what I what I what I did like about this episode again was I feel that this item brings Leon and Franklin closer. Yeah, because agreed. now they have a shared experience, yeah. and like they both feel for each other now. Yeah. Like I gotta, di- I look at you differently because I was thinking that she was weak. Yeah, and and this isn't a moment where Leon can feel like Franklin's above him, or where Franklin can f- stunt like he the man, and Leon, you work for me. Like this ain't that moment. Bro. And Leon didn't throw it in his face either at all. Leon, they rode off in silence. That's what I love. Like it was very. M- Look at Leon's face again when y'all rewatch that episode, bro. Leon looked like, fam, I never wanted this shit for you because I know what it did to me. Yeah. I ain't want this for you. And as you can see from the previews from the next episode, he acting like Leon out here. Oh, we going to talk about that shit in a minute. But uh, so they pull off. They drive back to the neighborhood. They pull up in front of Andre crib. Andre run out. No, no. Before this, uh, when they pull up, she talking to Franklin normal now like everything all good she said you gonna come visit me i'm gonna miss you i guess i won't see you until christmas break yeah you gonna come get you gonna visit me gave him a hug kiss him and shit franklin ain't budged he's sitting there looking straight face as hell and then she She get out bro the car and yo siri is nothing up right now anyway so uh andre come out the crib yeah and um he, you know, is she, is we gonna talk about this? Like, no, nah, I, I wanna. <laughs> yeah, he like, he like, uh, Melody, go in the house right now so we can talk. She was like, Dad, I'm really tired. I'm about to go in here and lay down. That nigga said, No, the fuck you not. And she was like, Nigga, bye. She walked off in the house and he leaned up in the car and he was like, Where did you find her? And nigga Andre or Franklin kept it a buck with him. Hey, if I was you, I wouldn't let that girl out your sight. And the nigga Andre had to get out face. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? Nigga, you wouldn't let her out. Like, my whole site? Like, I can't go to work. I can't run to the store. He was looking like that. Like, fam, what the fuck? Then, um. They his, can't go nowhere. They ain't his, got no car. His mom comes out the house. Yeah. So Franklin gets out. Yeah, because they in front of the house. So yeah. they park. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, is she okay? Is she all right? She on the rock now. And then nigga mama look like she oh she had that Avon Barksdale face, nigga. Because she loved that girl. She loved that girl. That's her neighbor too. That's her girl too. Like when 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 Franklin Season father, one. When Franklin's father was gone, Andre stepped in and assisted. Like he wasn't like daddy. Yeah. But he, but he helped. A, he played a father figure. Hey. Like he known that man his whole life. Yeah, man. And she know that little girl her whole life. And she know that she's a good girl ready to go to college. Yeah. And that's the saddest part, dog. She a child. She's a child, but she was a child with her shit together, bro. Like you were about to get out. She you were weeks away from getting queen. And now you ain't up with the prom fiend, nigga. And uh yeah, dog, Melody is officially out of there, so I always think about uh, Nas singing songs, leaning horn, but the mm. younger version, hang mm. with the wrong person. Now she's drunk on the heroin. Like, bro. And then, so the 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 wild part, when you know she gone, when she go in the house, nigga Andre walk in there. She in her room. Andre walk in there. 
She say, Dad, where the fuck is my money? Andre looked like, because he had, so while Franklin and Leon was looking for her, he found her little book bag or whatever with all that cash Franklin uh, gave to her. And he took it, apparently. Um, So she say, Dad, where the fuck is my money? That nigga Andre looked like. Bitch, I know who you. If we gonna keep it a buck. Yeah. This shit all Franklin fought, dog. 1,000%. Like this is like I'm not mad. There's no way in hell that any of this ain't Franklin's fault. So next week, yeah, and the following weeks after, when Andre turns up and does whole shit to Franklin, yeah, we gonna be like fuck Andre, blah blah blah. Yeah. But no, it's your fault. My daughter is and on it's my daughter on the rock, man. She on the rock now. It's my daughter. It's my whole daughter. So real this, quick, this let's used to be my daughter. Yeah, facts. And um, as I said on this pod before, she ain't gonna make it to Spellman, dog. She could talk all that shit to Franklin. Nigga, she literally can't make Fam, it to she, Spellman. She don't even have a ride. <laughs> and y'all had a plane ticket, not, and that was gone because y'all was gonna drive. And your dad put that back. I mean, we got enough money. I mean, I definitely took your Franklin money, but... I'll go buy a fucking car. But here's the fucked up part. Now I can't send you down there alone. I don't trust shit you doing. Nigga, you gonna be a crackhead in... Atlanta fam let me tell you what she definitely let me tell you where she can be in Atlanta is a fucking crackhead nigga it's enough crackheads in Atlanta for her to go down there and thrive nigga I mean we know what happened in Atlanta (laughs) (laughs) but uh let's touch on it real quick um Teddy Reed Thompson Oh yeah, forgot about it. Uh, cause so I had forgot because they scene was real quick. So when I first watched this episode, I I watched it, but I wasn't really paying attention. When I rewatched it today, that scene between him and his girl was actually pivotal. Very much so. Extremely, and it was two minutes, but boy, that was two pivotal ass minutes. So Reed in there, he chilling. Shorty walk in, his wife. She walk in, and she basically hit a nigga with a. Let's run away together type shit. Let's go. Well, we got all these fucking bricks on the table. Fam, we got bricks. We have cash. Let's just go. We got connections. Fam, she hit that nigga like Niggas, uh like if 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 we really wanted to, we work for the government. Fam. We know the tactics people use to find people. Like we cannot be found. Hey, the one DA niggas over there in Costa Rica who we got using his fucking uh uh Airstrip. airstrips. He over there living clandestine as fuck right now, nigga. Damn, I bust clandestine out on these hoes, bro. That's two weeks in a row I'm busting words. Now I'm angry, though. About what? Why don't Teddy want to leave? So she says that, and Teddy's basically like, I ain't done doing what I was doing. Like, I'm still working. Still got a mission. She like, fam, we don't need any of this shit. We got money. We got drugs. We got access to whatever the fuck we want. Let's just disappear. Let's go. She hit that nigga with the belly speech. Like, yo, Tion, let's go to Africa. And that nigga Teddy ain't want to go. He was like. Well, actually, he gave He like, where would we go? Well, so he said that after she gave him the convincing. Like, at first he was resistant. And then she gave him that. But what we saw in the preview next week looks a little different. Because in the preview next week. I think she got over anxious and started sabotaging the business. Yeah. Looks like she took all them files and turned a couple folders in because she's still working for the government. Teddy is kind of rogue right now. Like he's like the step before you're officially rogue, right? Like he kind of off the books living life. 
she's trying to actually like legally close up all the shit he's been working on. She don't need to know none of that shit. Y'all got enough money, enough resources to buy new lives somewhere else. Yeah, but it looked like next week. Go to the UK. Because he said to her in the preview for next week, he said, yo, you just compromised like all my people. You can't comprehend. So when he say that, I'm like, oh, was it Avi? Was it Franklin? Was it both? Because in the next scene, they show Avi because she gave a picture up that showed Teddy and read with a little exchange and then the next scene after that show and she gave it to like the nigga she worked with i thought she gave it to like fucking andre or somebody man she might have i need to rewatch that uh little clip but then the next scene the show avi busting his gun and they was like you need no shit i think she gave it to like andre or somebody was like you need to put a, all a full court press on franklin or some man. shit and then like one of the little scenes, so I guess they may have maybe raided Franklin because Franklin mm-hmm. was, you know, that little hectic frantic. He looked look. stressed. He was packing money up quick, and then he looked like Franklin when he stressed out. Like I don't know, and it looked like uh, something might have happened to Jim and Jerome's. If they fuck up Jim and Jerome's, I swear it's, to God, you know what's happening. But like, let's not forget that Franklin is a child. He eighteen. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I'm um, being generous, but eighteen, he could still, he could still be seventeen. Yeah. But I, I would assume he eighteen since he going out of out of the country. Well, that was still on some drug shit. So. Hey, and then back then, shit. Where you go, Panama? You even need a fucking passport back then to go to Panama? Who the fuck knows, nigga? I know nothing about any of that. But uh, the other scene. So they show Teddy and his girl. She want to go. Teddy resistant. Boom, boom, boom. And then he said, "Where will we go?" He seemed like he might be coming around, but clearly next week we learned he wasn't coming. Well, around. he could have been, but then she do some dumb shit where she could have blew the spot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The other plot, uh, the Mexicans. I appreciated how quick this was. Yo, so I don't care anything about the Mexicans. I like the little Griselda looking lady. She was funny. She was raw, but she spoke in Spanish, so I didn't like having to read the fucking right. captions all day. However. I'm going to tell you what I respect about the Mexicans. My nigga Gustavo been on some murder shit this entire season, bro. Shout out to Mexico, though. Bro. For legalizing recreation of cocaine. I peeped. I peeped. But they only did it for them two people that was involved in that court case. So it was two. The judge that they didn't legalize it nationally. It was literally for the two people in that case. That judge went ahead and said they were good. It's literally for two people in the whole country of Mexico. That's dumb. Yeah. But I feel like it could be something that turns into something. It need to be legal. It's for right now it's for two people. Like if the shit was legal, all the murders and everything, like yeah. the cartels and shit, like let them niggas slow this shit down. Let them niggas open up restaurants. I mean Fam, businesses. Let them yeah. They supply cocaine for the world. Yeah. <laughs> Damn near. Yeah. It's it's literally right now it's for two individuals. But it could grow. But shout all out that, to that, shout that, out to that judge. That shit could fix America's immigration issue. Hey, if y'all wasn't running from the fucking cartels and like that shit wasn't like if CBS and 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 Rite Aid is not shooting at each other, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Open up le- legit businesses and just make money in peaceful times. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, my nigga Gustavo. If you remember last week, that little brief scene between him, his brother, and his sister-in-law. The sister-in-law was like, yo, 
we got to hold off on buying this crib in Mexico because my baby dad, my my first son's dad, he ain't with me moving out the country. Like, that's just not a thing. Gustavo said, yo, what's dog address? He got the address. And Gustavo, they showed the baby dad walk up in his crib. He looked like an old evil gang head ass nigga. He walks in the crib. And then the very next scene, we see Gustavo kind of walk out from the back. And then, pow, dog get thrown out the window of the second story crib. And he land on the middle of the street, back to the curb, bad broke. He dead out of here. And then Gustavo just came out the building like he ain't do shit. And I was like, tell your mother I said hello. Fam, Gustavo's a maniac, problem number one. Um, So at some point, Gustavo and Franklin going to meet again. Yeah. And they not going to know that why each every time they meet, they don't know why the other person is there. Yeah. And they they actually probably going to be selling the same shit. Yeah. Well, technically, Gustavo kind of work for him for Franklin. Like you're the, the drugs who come in. They come from Gustavo, but they get sold by Franklin. Like yeah. so they work with, together. They just don't know. Reads the middleman. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that will ever come up. Now, yo, fam, we both being pretty much played by the same nigga. Yeah. Hey, might be something. Uh, all right, so real quick, we saw the preview for next week, but just kind of thinking, we got three episodes of Snowfall left. What you think might happen, bro? Just kind of just general prediction for the last three episodes. Somebody on Franklin's side, something bad has to happen to somebody. Agreed. Like someone has to either almost die or someone has to go to jail. Mm-hmm. There has to be some level of suspense and some level of drama and action that happens. Yeah. Um, it could be a man boy turning on somebody. It could be Andre. Shit out. Shit. Fucking Andre. Why don't you go rogue? I don't know. Like quit your fucking job. Sell yeah. some, sell some drugs to keep your daughter off drugs. I don't know how that works. Um, mm. But like, um, some gotta happen. Like I, so the only reason I say I don't know is because they kind of getting away from. Well, they have gotten away from the traditional story of what actually happened. They've gotten completely, and we talked about that two episodes ago. They got away from that. Like so, he knows that the the, the government is involved, one thousand percent, and he's trying to counteract that. And so I don't know how this is gonna play out because y'all are moving off of this pseudo reality. So I have a few I have a few thoughts about the rest of the season again. Honestly, going into uh, season four, because they did get renewed. We've mentioned it on the show here. Crack was basically two eras. It was like that eighty two to eighty eight era, and then like that eighty eight to ninety two era. It was like it was basically like. Two di- you could split that down the mirror that or the down the middle. That eighty eight to ninety two is a violent era. That is a gang ridden era. That's an era where crack spread nationally and turned into a motherfucking whirlwind, bro. I don't know, man. I think early nineties might even be more violent, though. Oh yeah, no, that, and that's why I'm like eighty eight ninety two because it combined. It went from because that gang shit in the late eighties related to crack specifically was still primarily in LA and the reason that so crack cocaine is the reason that their bloods in Detroit mm-hmm. 
It's the reason that there's bloods and crips all over the Man, country. New York, all that. Is because in LA, where the gangs were, I sent niggas out to different hubs around the country. I sent niggas out to St. Louis. I sent niggas to Atlanta. I sent niggas to Detroit to set up spots, right? And these are niggas who originally are gangbangers. Yep. So once they got there, they also took that gangbanging shit with them and they spread. That's how yeah. that shit spread from city to city and state to state. Yeah. And that's why everybody thinks they are true whatever cl- set you claim because technically you was put on by whatever set Man. that was. And then after that, but like that's how gangbanging started and across the country. That's how it spread. That's how it spread from LA and Chicago like, to other areas. Like I remember living in the city of Detroit when there were no gangs as far as blood, crip, well, folk up, folk down, folk all up, that folk shit down, like that. Nigga, yeah. And then it was a problem early 90s. Yeah. Mid 94, 95 ish, like you gotta wear your hat left or right. And that's a problem now. Yep. Like that shit didn't exist and then it suddenly existed. Now I remember, uh, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before a long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Uh, But back when I used to live off Six Mile and Meyer, nigga, I was in a heavy folk area, man. Some little projects right behind uh, Foodland, right there off Six and Myers. And, uh, the folks in the area, I ain't join. I ain't, they niggas wasn't jumping me. I was a little kid, but don't think that a nigga was exempt from them threats and exempt from being like told what to do about them niggas in the neighborhood. Them folks said, yo, go spray paint a pitchfork on this building. You spray painted that pitchfork. They said, yo, go put the devil on this building. You put the devil up. Them niggas said, yo, go light this on fire. Nigga, I, I literally committed arson as a child because I was told go do that by some niggas who I knew would do a lot worse to me if I ain't go do what they was telling me. So that shit seeping into Detroit was very much so branched off from what we're talking about, the era that we're talking about. Right. Um, and that's just a lot of eras. Um, Cause again, gang shit in this country was centralized in Chicago and LA. That's just what it was. Chicago had it first, but LA as far as specifically bloods and cribs, LA, but Chicago had all the other gangs prior to that blood encryption. Yeah, uh, P, 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 something. Oh man, yeah, P Stone Bloods yeah. and then GDs and and the Latin King, all that shit was in Chicago. Like, and then LA got their blood and crip on uh, late sixties, early seventies, and and it expanded into Black P Stones. Yeah, Black P Stones, man, and uh, and it's Black P Stone sets in LA, like everywhere. So. But those were the two major black cities that had all this shit. And then it was like crack came in and all of a sudden it was literally franchised and expanded globally. And that's what became like really uh, uh, the crack epidemic coincided with the gang epidemic and they both strengthened one another. And, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting, man, thinking about these last few episodes. And again, thinking about next season, the potential of where this could go is amazing. But I also think with three episodes left, I need to see a little bit more. I'm hoping to see a little bit more of just how much this government piece impacts what's going on. Cause the war on drugs happened and you can't tell me about 1984 and beyond without mentioning the war on drugs, even though y'all aren't necessarily following freeway, Rick Ross's story to the T, but I mean, Nancy Reagan coined the phrase, just say no to drugs. Fam. 
This was a national marketing Reagan, and advertising piece. Ronald Reagan entered into a legitimate war hey. with an inanimate object. Reaganomics, baby. Just how the war on terror entered into an actual war uh, with the inanimate object. I, when I say war and I'm speaking of the government, I'm not speaking of like a term eh. as in like a, a, a colloquialism. I'm eh. talking about an actual no, this is literal. documented eh. war. Typically, there's a war on a country, a war on a person, something animate. This ain't a... And it has an ending. Uh, but when you have a war on something that is not a physical thing, eh. that means I can continue to do wartime rules and do different things and enact things that wouldn't normally be able to do on something that is never ending. Yeah. And this wasn't... Again, this wasn't when you say war and you think, you know, fucking army men standing on the battlefront and the front lines with fucking muskets out. Like, no, this wasn't that. This wasn't us versus London or us versus France or us versus Germany. This was us versus us. This was us versus us. U dot S dot versus us. This was and government that, versus LA. And even though Ronald Reagan himself, along with Oliver North um, and George Bush, senior senior uh got this crack who was the director of the cia at the time so uh, you know this shit runs deep yeah, facts. Um, okay us u.s selling cocaine in south central specifically because it was a low impact area as far as no one would notice for a while yeah so we couldn't find we couldn't fund the war against the nicaraguans and the sandinistas um, officially so we use the crack to do it right yeah and then you set out a war on the people that you just infected with all this poison and now you got us to pass different laws you made the people beg you for the rockefeller drug laws yep like you you created a problem and then offered the solution just how we creating the problem and offering a solution with these gun shit but mm -hmm. that's a whole different that's a whole different bag yeah but this is what's going on and like watching this show, I just really be conflicted because I like the stories, but like, damn, this shit happened to real people. Like, Melody is somebody's grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or Melody. So what? This was 84. Yep. And it was like, no, Melody would be my mom's age or some shit. Yeah. You know, well, no, a little bit younger, a little younger, you know, but what I'm in that era, though. But like, dog, that's like that is what fucked everything up. That generation there Man. who grew this after the right after the Panthers fan. So you see what the Panthers you see, you see, you how see the, what happened to most of them. This is like in this in this show, you see what the fuck happened with the Panthers. Heroin and, and, and alcohol fucked up most of them and police murder, murder. So um, they killed, they murdered the men. They murdered the men. Got the women strung out. Murdered the men, put the, and the rest of them they put in jail. Mm -hmm. And then the women, we gave you crack. So y'all babies who was looking to join something, sold crack and then joined the gang. And then that's a wrap. Yeah. Um, Dope episode though, man. The episode again, I didn't hate it. As much as I did the very first time I watched it, when I rewatched it, I definitely kind of caught some of the nuances that I had missed drunk, sitting in a cabin, chilling with my fam. But 
Uh, I am interested. Again, we got three episodes left, ladies and gentlemen, eight, nine and ten. I'm interested to see how we move forward because this episode was one of them like. It didn't move the plot forward at all. Nothing really happened that we didn't already know was happening, but it set up some things. So now I'm curious to see with what it set up. How they execute it, man. Why is Avi going to be busting? Why is Avi busting his gun as hard as he was? Because in that preview, that nigga's busting that boy. Uh, but we're going to see where the episode takes us. We're going to see what happens next week. Um, Tune in. I like this format of us giving y'all a couple episodes at a time. Giving y'all that Snowfall recap and that uh power recap. Uh, So for everybody who rock with Snowfall, man, we appreciate y'all listening. We thank y'all for rocking with this episode. Let us know what y'all thought about this one. Uh, We'll be back next week with another one for episode eight. And in the meantime, for everybody looking for that power episode, episode 58 is coming up next. We finna get in our bag. It's finna be a long Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell y'all right now. I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. Episode 57, This Week in Culture. We out.